You're listening to Beneath the Tide, a weekly pirate-influenced Dungeons and Dragons campaign, ran on the Mimics and Monstrosities Switch channel every Wednesday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find the channel and all of our streams at Twitch.tv/Mimics/Letter-N/Monstrosities, and all other information regarding where you can find us on the internet can be found in the episode descriptions. The intro music to all of our future episodes of Beneath the Tide is performed by Ross Bugden. And a huge thanks to CD Projekt Red, and eventually in the later episodes, Blizzard, for giving us the rights and permission to use the music from The Witcher 3 and World of Warcraft. So, thank you. You're listening to episode 61 of Beneath the Tide, The Iron City. This episode was streamed live on Twitch May 27th, 2020. That should be everything. Alright, hi everybody. Welcome Ooh. back to Beneath the Tide. We are on session number 61. Eight more to go, everyone. Eight more to go. So we're at 69, that's the joke. Um, <laughs> so, some announcements before we begin. Uh, if you've been watching our Wild Mount campaign, thank you so much. It's currently our most viewed campaign on YouTube. Ooh. Not really, but lately, the most viewed campaign oh, okay, okay. on YouTube. Uh, the most viewed video on our YouTube channel is episode one of Beneath the Tide. Um, at 200 and some odd views, which isn't a lot to be happy about, but whatever. Hey, you, uh, user views, We'll baby. get there, we'll get there. Uh, but yes, announcements. Uh, speaking of that campaign, thanks for everyone watching. If you like bite-sized D&D, the sessions are about an hour and a half. Uh, they're not, we're going to try my best not to get them to go beyond the two-hour mark. Uh, we just did episode two tonight. That'll be up on VOD tomorrow. Um, also... We have a podcast. So if you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, you can check out Beneath the Tide. Episode 60 of Beneath the Tide is going up tomorrow. And this Friday, episode 1 of Legends of Wildmount is going up on our podcast. So, two little D&D campaigns to listen to on there. Uh, there's a big backlog for Beneath the Tide, so I get it might be a little daunting to listen to like 60 episodes. Uh... And also, demystifying DMing's backlog is all on there. So if you like demystifying, if you like demystifying things, 
Uh, if you like, uh, if you're new, demystifying and DMing. Yes. Uh, if you're a new DM and you're looking for like really good tips on how to get started or some just some, and if maybe if you're a DM who's been doing it for a bit and you just want to get some other feedback and stuff, it's a really cool place to check that out. And Sam is the architect of that whole venture. Uh, more episodes to come in the future. Um, yes, I have been making progress on the last one. This one requires a lot of research. I have been pouring through the spell list on D&D Beyond. Oof. And that is daunting. Getting distracted by the new ones added by the Explorer's right. Guide to Wild right? Mountain. Being like, this ninth, level, <laughs> this ninth level spell does what? Because, because okay. Because <laughs> one, one of these I want to get, I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, it's not actually being even included in the podcast episode. Is it Tether Essence? No, it's the ninth level one. Uh, I forget oh, what it's uh, called. Yeah. The time cats. one. Cats. Nothing but cats. Cats, 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 cats. <laughs> I, no, no, that's uh, that's a uh, flock of familiars from something where you summon like four different four familiars yeah. at once. That's real. Yes. Well, I was. It's a third wow. level spell. Hey, check it out. D and D Beyond. Look it up. Flock of familiars. Four Icaruses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, lasts for an hour, but anyway, yeah. no. So there's one yeah. that it's like you read it at first, and if you don't have, if you don't like, you know, uh, if you're not thinking about some other implications of it, it might not seem as graded as it is. Uh, it's a spell that if uh, if it hits or if it succeeds, it does a bunch of necrotic damage and ages the target to the point where they're 30 days from dying of old age. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Now, oh, yeah. now the reason that's significant is because pretty much every... Because, like, you know, it's D&D, whatever. There's resurrection magic, right? Like, no matter what kills you, you can always bring you back. Not age, though. Pretty much every resurrection spell in the book has a caveat that says cannot bring back a person who has died of old age that is a permadeath spell that is 30 yep. days until just gone it's great uh, uh so yeah whoa. excited for that whole venture it's a lot of spells to look through so many questions interested in a lot of the, <laughs> so many if you are interested in a lot of the new spells that have been added in explorer's guide to wild mount check it out because we're using it extensively in our wild mount campaign setting so you might see some of those spells in action, and you might see some of those spells in action in this campaign specifically. Ooh. So keep your eyes peeled, because I got stuff going on, because I peruse for that book and obsessively. Anyways, so those are the announcements. Um, last time on Beneath the Tide, you guys were teleported back to uh, Thrawn's little village of Rotterstein, and brought towards the resting place of Baxter's friends that he had in our very first campaign on the channel. Um, and while going there, the party entered this protective area that once was the home of the Lord of Shapes, and it now served as like a protected enclave um, for these resting werewolves that had passed away, as, as well as Gundar and Koana, who had died a year prior, even though they should have been dead much longer. Um stuff. Um, upon arriving, it was found out that Henry was not able to pass through the barrier leading into the uh, grove because he had a fiend inside of him and the ground was hallowed, so Henry would not be able to enter a hallowed ground. Um, and in doing so, Henry decided to go back to the village after being told by Thrawn to kind of just watch over the people while he was gone. And while Henry arrived back at Rotterstein Village, watched as three massive Flaming rocks, which are, well, we'll just clarify it better, meteors, 
uh, fell from a jagged rift in the sky and destroyed the city of Solspitza, killing everyone inside, most likely. That includes Airily. Um, also, just so everyone knows and expects what, no, no surprises. Um, I quit. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. You um, killed my face. And, wait, and Gavin then? Galen? Galen, sorry. Maybe. Um, so Saul Spitzer was destroyed by three massive meteors and the party that were away. Uh, and also, sorry, a shockwave destroyed mo a big chunk of Goliokran forest, also leveling huts in Rotterstein Village, which Henry witnessed. Um, the away party, the away team, continued down below the uh, graves of Kawana and Gundar and found a hidden sort of memorial place where Kawana's actual body was being kept. Um, after Thrawn gave Baxter his bequeathments, a letter from Kawana herself, and a little locket with the picture of all of his friends in said amulet, uh, the party discovered that, hey, we're still, there's still treasure down here, what are we looking for? And Thrawn mentioned that something had been locked away when he unearthed this place, and the party found a massive black sphere um, that had rolling water inside of it and looked like the night sky. Finding out that this was an artifact of the sunken lord, the object was quickly dispelled by Baxter, and it went inert. The party then felt a tremor, coinciding with the three massive meteors slamming into Solspitza. The party rushed upstairs, back into the grove, and rushed back to the village, and could see the smoldering ruin of Solspitza just on the horizon, Henry explaining the situation a little better. As the party were deliberating on what to do next, um, they watched... Oh, I skipped something. There was a scry done on uh, Monkfish, and it was found that Monkfish was currently in the process of being stabbed and disemboweled by Velakash the Sly, the Rakshasa that had been hunting the party, and Rakshasa had grabbed the little boy Joseph that they had, the party had sent with Monkfish and teleported away with Joseph. The party decided to teleport to the Winter's Kiss, Monroe Quixen's ship, because that's where they saw Monkfish being disemboweled. Um, as the party was teleporting away, three more meteors began rock hurtling towards Rotterstein Village, and Thrawn commanded his werewolves that remained to get down into the sacred grounds beneath the village. The party teleported with Thrawn to the Winter's Kiss, just in the nick of time to save Monkfish, and went inside a cave, seeing strange fog and an undead visage of Monroe Quakes and floating around in the mist. But after the mist was pinned to the ceiling by Leah, visions, the visions went away and the party essentially got to work breaking frozen corpses and summoning skeletons and trinkets as little people, little helpers from Ogden Boone and eventually uh, the party worked towards getting the Winter's Kiss sailing. But unfortunately the heat metal spell by Leah burned a hole and burned a quite a big hole in the side of the Winter's Kiss essentially making it unsailable, inoperable. Uh, so the party decided they're gonna take a long rest and after their rest, they were going to give a very hefty chunk of funds to Monkfish to gather a crew, repair the Winter's Kiss, and also have Ogden kind of transcribe a rune so the party could also teleport out of the Nine Hells. As they were planning on going into the second layer of the Nine Hells, the city of Dis, Dis being the entire city as a layer. 
uh, to rescue Joseph from Velikash the Sly. Uh, and then once they got him, they teleport back onto the ship. Um, so that's what we're picking up with you guys. Uh, Baxter had put down a tiny hut, and everyone had started to go start to do their own thing before laying down for a long rest in the tiny hut. And that's where we are. Oh, make yourselves at home. Baxter's uh. gonna pull out his flask and be like, mm. and then remember it doesn't have anything in it. And put it down. Baxter really needs an alchemy jug. Oh wait, hang on, hang on a second. <laughs> Ash has one. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, hang on, you uh, looking for the top off there? Do you have some? I can do beer or wine. Mm. Or vinegar. Poison. I'll take the wine. Honey. Thank you. Mayonnaise, whatever that is. <laughs> mayonnaise. Gotta do it. Alright. Alright. <laughs> quarts of mayonnaise. Ash, Ash will pull out the alchemy jug and uh, go... I figured out the uh, the command word for this is just you have to slap it and go, You can fit so much wine in here. <laughs> <laughs> And then now there's wine in it. Oh really? Well, let's see. All right, I've and got, uh, I've got, uh, let's see, a gallon of wine. So uh, everybody, help out, get a, grab a cup. Yeah. Baxter just does a quick press of digitation, creating pretty much a trinket, which would be like a wine glass. Okay. Ash goes around with the big, the big jug. I'm, I'm just imagining like those clay jugs, with, like the ring on it, and like, oh yeah, a big cork and just. Just a clay pitcher. Yeah, just like pouring it over his, over his arm for everybody. <laughs> the alchemy jug is very interesting looking. It's covered in corks for the numerous liquids can pour out of. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very cool looking. Uh, I'm gonna open up one of the spice rum bottles so we can store this mm. wine. Is, the, is it empty or are we just mixing wine and rum? Nope. <laughs> I mean, I definitely drank at least one and I still have the bottle. Okay. It's probably like, there's probably like this much left in the bottle. Yeah, like so I'll just, like, finish that. Like an and... inch of just rum at the bottom. If you want to uh, fill up my uh, my, my little vodka. teapot, I can I can help you pour. So we can get more pouring done. Or if you not from one source, I don't know. Save I more. Mean, I mean, I have to pour into the teapot first before it can pour, so the amount of pouring time seems to be... To say, I don't, let's just... Hey, who, who cares? Let's then I'll just, I'll just have one, one little teacup, then. All right. Well, if you need a refill, let me know. Slosh, slosh, slosh. <laughs> Monkfish is just like poured in my mouth, and he just. All right, lean back. He leans back and just opens his mouth. Just pour out some wine in it. Right. That should numb the pain. All right. Oh, how much money did you assholes give me again? Uh. uh a lot. Four thousand gold. The first bank of monkfish. I I I alone gave him three. Eight thousand total. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was it was eight thousand. If I hold on, Frowlowin. Uh, yeah, yeah, eight thousand. Yeah, eight thousand. I wrote it on my little notes, and I got it here to here. And the DM has also already wrote now what he's going to spend that on. Oh. oh. Exciting stuff. So, <laughs> brothels. <laughs> Hell yeah. Itemized receipt. 8,000 gold in brothels. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much. Samino is going to be the next <laughs> king brothel ship. He's going to turn into a brothel ship, yeah. 
He was gonna say he's gonna. What is he gonna pay for a scroll of plane shift to plane shift over to Wild Mountain? get the ruby of the sea herself like what eight thousand gold <laughs> um yes so he's like yeah i'm just gonna i guess sit here think about what i'm gonna do and yeah all right uh we leave this in your capable hands monkfish i am quite capable and it's gonna be great those werewolves don't have a home apparently so they can't really you know be great yeah yeah well we uh, we have to re we really have to trust you here but uh you know you're the pirates yeah don't screw us over uh, we will have by the time we get back we will have literally been Excuse through me, hell pirates i'm not a pirate oh is that I'm was that not oh was um, that not it's... apparent I mean, it's it's been a withheld uh, truth. They're morally gray. Oh, we're. I mean, yes. here's the thing. Actually, we've done good things. We've done bad things. You can things. say if any of them have had a good alignment at the start, it's probably nowhere near that anymore. Let's just say, technically, we've only ever committed a single act of piracy. Maybe two. Is well, it two? You technically, robbed the ship I worked on. That's true. We did that. Was that one? Two. You charmed an individual uh, to rob the ship I worked on. I think I blew up another one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wasn't there for that. Interesting. No, that was before your time. Anyways, I have important ledgers to to look through, I guess. So Yeah, you have work to do. So yeah, we're Iron Muscle no more, master of coin now. Hmm. Don't we have don't we still have that uh, that uh that Triton's ledger ledger? With all of his contacts and stuff? I think Noose had that unfortunately. Uh. Chucks. News was the one that kind of helped, that spearheaded that whole operation and took everything. So yeah, News has that ledger. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, it was a double-edged sword. So, yeah, Monkfish is gonna be like, well, uh, I hope you guys find Joseph. Yeah, same here. And if you're not, or if you're not, if you don't, just a little lighthearted humor, one less mouth to feed. It was yeah. a joke, everyone. You were all making jokes about it last week. Yeah. Last week at all. Man, <laughs> like ten minutes I ago. I really got disemboweled there. I, ha I had a little bit of time to, you know, like, think about it. <laughs> Pulls out his pipe. Well, sparks it. I'm gonna go get to planning what to use your money on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and he kind of just walks into the captain's quarters and closes the door behind him. Yeah. There's nothing in here. <laughs> we just hear that through the door. <laughs> There's nothing in here. <laughs> um. So yeah, you guys. Baxter has the tiny hut up. Um. Again, red velvet floors. Uh, the smell of cherry wood. Uh, fireplace almost in as like a peripheral oh, so oral sensation. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, very very important question: regular okay. chairs or beanbag chairs? Uh, or like chaises? None. Uh, so like, room not even not even like a hookah poof to be found. No, but the ground is quite soft. 
I just, I just look at everybody else just kind of under my breath. Not a single beanbag in here. <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay. Um, Ogden, are you also... Before you have your rest, or you don't need to rest because you're an elf. Uh, Trance, are you inscribing that rune into the ship so you guys can find it later and teleport to it, or no? Son of a biscuit. Uh, how long will that take? Uh, an hour, roughly. You can also uh, just do it inside the tiny hut. You can just... Oh, no, you wouldn't be able to. Cause it's... Nah, I'd have to step outside. Yep. Um, uh, as to uh, specific uh, requirements and preparation and going into the uh, aforementioned uh, uh, second level of disc, uh, I've got uh, a couple of uh, provisos, uh, some, uh, <coughs> some, uh, some things we need to maybe... Uh, uh, perhaps uh, discuss before we uh, uh, get down there, but uh, I'm gonna uh, hit the books. It's uh, I don't know if we'll even be able to leave tomorrow, based on how much we'll need to uh, uh, prepare to to feel ready to perhaps uh, engage with our backhanded cat friend, and uh, to also make it out of there alive. What more preparation can we do? We don't really have a place to go get supplies or anything. Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. Uh, uh, Ash, uh, thank you so much. I, I, well, uh, I've got to prepare our uh, uh, plane shift spell. Mm -hmm. I can inscribe it and learn it. Uh, I'd love to prepare uh, my uh, amulet here to have an extra spell at a higher level. Uh, I'd love to also uh, do some research on uh, Dis itself in this big uh, book of places. <laughs> it's got a whole section on Dis itself. It's a, it's a, I found it on page 4,000. It's from that library from the guy who, uh, the gladiator who uh, tried to kill us all, and then we thought he was Kalios. At any rate, uh, I'm, I'm looking at a, a, a lot of... Uh, time just spent researching uh, I'm sorry I want to make sure we're safe or at least we have a shot and I feel like this is the best way to give us a shot down there but I, I gotta tell you it's, I'm gonna be out of commission for probably 16 hours so I just remembered something that happened in an earlier session that I am messaging Sam about so continue everyone <laughs> oh, that's on that casual uh, if you must Mr. Voon I, I believe we all feel like we should this is not uh, something we should just jump into I, I I never presumed to say anyone else was gonna just jump in I just wanted to let you all know where uh, I was at but hey I've already come this far I'm certainly not going to deny the uh, captain of initiation or the captain of kick and mast uh, they're druthers. So, if you guys are feeling like we can just wing it, boy howdy, I'll, I'll be the wind beneath those wings. Well, if, if you don't mind, I could probably help you. I can read Abyssal and I could help with some research. Uh, Abyssal wouldn't help with this. You no, need to know Inferno. No. Oh, man! the Nine Hells are different. Yeah. Abyssal no. would work for the Abyss stuff, but this is the Nine Hells, mm -hmm. so it's Devils and Infernal. Well, of course, I can always help with the reading of Sweet Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, Henry, by the way, uh, 
How's yeah. your, the, the clay book coming? Well, we haven't really had any downtime lately right? for me to work on that. Not recently, no. Okay, it's, been, okay. uh, it's been a lot of uh, go, 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 and uh, dangerous travel on tortoise back, so... Right? It's been, it's been a couple of days. Yeah, it's yes. been a, a couple intense days, and you, last time you had any downtime, you're frozen trying to fish. Again, because of the catman. We really got to get this backhanded catman out of here. Yes, quite. Yes, I was, yes, I suppose I didn't want to bring that out on the deck during that time, and the off chance that he spotted it and took it or something, so yeah. keeping that under wraps while I was keeping an eye on the ship, so. Solid. Solid thinking. Also, Sam, did you get my message? Oh, let me... I hope I send it to you, because that would be awkward. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. Cool. <laughs> Aleb is sweating a lot. This is weird. It's hot in Chicago, guys. Oh, uh, yeah, by the way. Huh. Um, you said, you said we're going to, are we going to dis? Did someone say dis? Uh, that, that's what I understood. Uh, yes, that uh, is where Joseph was taken. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from there. Oh, oh. great. So you, you have contacts that we could... Well, I mean, I don't know if I have any contacts that wouldn't want to eat your faces on sight. Well, maybe I could think. You could about tell it, us but... who to avoid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, Which I'm just places might... are less dangerous than others? Right. I mean, I'm just saying I could. I might know my way around. Yes, that would be uh, very helpful. Yeah, you would definitely know your way around. And I sent you something about your contacts and where they would be. Okay. Uh I also have a, a little question I'd like to ask you, Callios, uh, uh, if you wouldn't uh, mind. Callios yeah. uh, is yeah. here. Where? <laughs> I'm. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's my bad. Uh, uh, Carnifex. <laughs> sorry. Ooh. Uh, What's up? Well, I guess it'll just be you, me, and Henry, and on this conversation. Um, Devils like to make a deal, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like crack to them. What? Oh, great. Well, uh, I've, uh, I've, got a, I've got a plan. They don't... Um, or D&D equivalent, in parentheses. <laughs> Do you know what would hurt them the most? Like, is ice something that hurts them, or are they just they laugh in the face of ice cubes? Carnifex would know... It depends on the layer of hell you're on. And mm. some are immune to fire, some are immune to cold, some are immune to different stuff. Uh, and most of the, a lot of them are, however, are weak to silver. Hmm. Uh, and is radiant at something or no? Uh, not really, no. Okay. Um, you know, uh, is it silver and magic or just like silver specifically? Depends on the Okay. Devil. Okay. Uh, it really depends on the individual, though your safest bet is probably silver. Magic items tend to work on a lot of things, but usually mostly silver is your safest bet. And you all would remember that spells of 6th level or lower do not affect Rakshasas. That includes Counterspell. So... Uh, oh, uh, and fun fact, only one of you has access to a 7th level spell currently. And it ain't me. 
It has not been revealed yet, but I will just put that out there. Oh. It's not me. I mean, I have a spell in you a do. book that's ninth level, but I and as we has a pretty kick-ass staff too. And as we described, uh, as I told last week, my homebrew rules for magic, uh, for spellbooks, wizards can cast spellbooks from other spellbooks, but the cost is it removes the spell from the spellbook if it fails. Yeah. Uh, Which means, all right. I think we discussed plane shift would be able to be done, but uh, mm -hmm. if it fails, that spell gets erased from the book. If it's not, yeah, if it's in another spellbook. All right, so we have uh, some time. We need some time to prepare. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to... You tell me that uh, magic of a certain level won't be effective. I think I would be mostly useless in a battle without... Well, it... It depends on the. It's sorry. We keep speaking at the same time. Go ahead. No, I'm just. I was just trailing off. All right. I think it depends on the, on the on the magic in question, right? Because like, you know, the spells can't directly affect them, but anything you can do magically that could indirectly hamper them or aid us. So or something? any any spells that target you know any spells that target a rakshasa would not work. So counter spell, dispel magic, etc. etc. Right. But what about summoning? Summoning would be fine, but anything that targets the Rakshasa specifically doesn't work. Does that include, so when you say, like, a tar would an area of effect spell, then, like, would fireball that I'd they're in the radius of? if it's cast at 7th level or higher, it would affect the Rakshasa. Okay, but 7th but level or lower, it just it just absorbed also. 6th uh, okay. level or lower. Right, or yes. lower? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> So only seventh, would, only seventh level spells in, or higher will affect a Rakshasa. Would oh. a, would they be able to see through illusions then? It depends on the Rakshasa. If it's cast True Sight, if it has True Sight. Okay. But I mean, I think the question is, if the illusion is sixth level or lower, uh, will they just oh. see right through it? Uh, I'd say yes. They just yeah, they just are unaffected by the intent of a spell sixth level or lower. Correct. Okay. And so. uh, Carnifex would also know because he would know about Rakshasas because they're fiends. Mm -hmm. um, vulnerable to piercing weapons wielded by good aligned creatures. And I looked up the alignments of everybody. I think that's like two people. That's Ogden Boone, Chaotic Good, and someone else. Is do I, do I have? I don't know what Henry's alignment is, but piercing weapons that are wielded by good aligned creatures, Rakshasas are vulnerable to. I don't know if I ever wrote down Henry's alignment. I don't know. He's a lawyer. He seems, <laughs> he seems, he seems good aligned based on his personality and everything. He seems that at yeah. very least lawful. Yeah, though the question is, does Henry count? Uh, or who's swinging the weapon, Henry or Carnifex? Mm -hmm. oh. yeah. But that's what Carnifex would know about Rakshasas. Yeah, so we'll show that. Uh, yeah, if you're a good person, I guess, and you stab him with something pointy... Then that hurts some extra. But you'd be like a really good person. Also, I forgot, uh, to, I forgot to mention this, guys. Uh, critical rules have also changed. We're going back to raw. So, okay, just so everybody knows. Solid. So, that meaning specifically, you just roll it twice? Nope, you roll it once. Roll and then, then double. Multiply. And then add, the, and add the modifier at the end. Modifiers are not doubled. Cool. 
Thank you. So roll roll twice, add modifier. Roll once. once. Roll once. Double it. Multiply it, and then add the modifier. I'm probably going to ask again, but thank sure. you. Yep. Appreciate it. So, yes, I so, might yeah. be mostly useless. I'm, I mean, knowing all that, I feel like I too. And that's just against oh. a Rakshasa. Other fiends would be fair game. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's just against that's just against the big guy. So like, you know, uh, you might have friends with him or something. He's gonna be in his home turf, so you know, crowd control on yeah, other I, people would be helpful. I uh, absolutely could have crowd control. Apologies for all like the interjecting. Uh, Henry would also know that, or Harnfax would also know, and most people would probably know this. Uh, any fiend killed in the Nine Hells is killed outright, and that might include Carnifex. Oh. Uh, could could I make the wait? Would I would I know that, it's or would pretty, I hear it's, that? It's pretty common knowledge that fiends yeah. killed in the Nine Hells are dead, dead. I think we talked about it last week because we were because we yes. someone was like, yeah, yeah, if we kill if we kill Velikash now, he'll he'll be gone for good. We can finally be done with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. About what time in the day is it? Um, probably early evening, I'll say. Okay, I'd like to head out of the cave and just watch the sunset. Okay, uh, you walk out of the cave, watch the sunset. Uh, you can see smoke billowing, kind of where Rotterstein Village was. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like, from here, it's about a week trek. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see smoke billowing in the forest yeah. somewhere. Cool. And from here, yeah. you can actually see a massive floating, uh, kind of pentagonal. Um, sorry, uh, yeah, pentagonal fortress covered in spikes and chains, floating miles upon miles away. Uh, and it looks very much like a fortress city covered in spikes and chains, floating in the sky with a big red infernal kind of scar behind it in the sky. Uh, can I see which direction it's heading? Uh, it is currently, uh, based on how far away it is, you cannot tell if it's okay, moving it's or not. Okay, it's just moving too slow? You can't, yeah, you can't tell if it's moving or yeah. not, or if it's stationary. Okay. But it's pretty big, even this far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in that case, I'm just gonna sit out on the beach and watch the sunset and okay. contemplate my life choices. Okay. And what's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm gonna start uh, carving our... Uh, it's a teleportation rune to yep. get the ship wherever we want it. Uh, or to cast teleportation circle and teleport onto it. What did we want, friends? Well, it does both. Oh. But now, but unfortunately, so basically what it'll do is it'll teleport it, but the location that it would teleport to is where it was previously designated, which was the Docks of Solspitza, which... And that's the only glyph I have in my mind for teleporting it somewhere, right? Correct. So you can still put a circle on the ship so that, like, when we get <laughs> yeah. back, we can just yes. jump to the ship. Correct. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to do that, and that'll, okay. take our, our, that'll take our teleportation uh, locations up to three. That yes. is our... Yeah. our Yep, you have our fiend, our fiend-filled mansion. Yep, uh, Thrawn's hut. Uh, Thrawn's is, hut. Oh, actually, so it's go, it goes up to four then. Uh, Thrawn's hut, you no longer have because 
the meteors. It's, oh, that's also blown up. Uh, you have the hag yeah. You have the big, the big library. You have the big library. You have the uh, I'm very excited. The demon-filled mansion that you guys have on Red Dove Island, uh, which might not be anymore. Uh, and then you have would be the ship. Okay. Yeah, I'll start doing that. Okay. Uh, it takes yeah teleportation uh, circle. It takes. Uh, You can start drawing one on the ship. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see how long. I'll help you with some research. And what's uh, the other people doing? The other individuals? Eclipse is on the beach watching the sunset. Henry, Ash, Baxter, Leah, anything in specific? Uh, Henry is helping out Ogden and starting to, like, flip through the book and, like, trying oh. to index things that are useful. For him uh, while he's carving the teleportation circle. The manual of clay golems, correct? No, no, the one that he mentioned he wanted to do. The research. book that I got from the big library, the, the yeah, one, the one that has over oh, four thousand pages. In Grom Mirages. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's gonna be looking through that, and then I suppose like him and Carnifex are gonna be like tag teaming to like look through the stuff and then use Carnifex to contextualize like okay. what information would be useful sure. from the book. Sure. Uh, all right. Uh, like marking pages. Okay. Not like writing in it, like, you know, bookmarks. All right. Uh, Thanks again for the wine, uh, Ash. Oh, yeah, happy, you know, I've got this thing that makes a bunch of it, so I uh, might as well share. Uh, is there any way you can adjust the vintage if it's known, or is it just this kind? I don't know. If I think it's just, just wine, I don't, but I don't know if there's any variation within that. It's just mm. plain red wine. So, like, yeah, like, I don't know if I do ale, if it's going to be, like, a particularly hoppy mm. ale or what. I don't know. It's a shame. You know, a while ago. Hmm. Wait. Uh, question. Yep. This is actually just uh, for the DM here. Yeah. Uh,. How long has the Monsoza Vineyard been around? Oh, fuck. Give me one second. <laughs> I have a calendar with the history of my world. Uh, and that is one specific thing that I do have written down somewhere. Would it be likely that Baxter would have tried some before? Most likely. Um, I'm just trying to find that... So, <laughs> apologies, everyone. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So you're looking at maybe 500 years that that uh, mm. the family business of making wine has been around. Started with someone called Stelfetz Monsoza. Mm. I made a bunch of Monsozas. Well, um, it's a shame. There's wine that I knew of, know of. I doubt it's still even being produced now, but who knows with how the wine business goes. Uh, there's a, a type of wine called the Monsoza wine. Monsoza's finest. Monsoza's finest. Mm. It was... Definitely up there, one of my favorites. Huh. Yeah, you don't say. Yeah. 
Well, uh... Do, do they still... Is the wine still around? No, 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 it's not. I burned the vineyard down while I was possessed by a false god. <laughs> oh, th yeah, that's funny. But, wait, what? No, that happened. It was my family's vineyard. I'm technically a mon technically a mon so is a well I am a mon not there's no real technically about it. Uh, so Mr. Monfilter. I mean I suppose you can call me that. No. So, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait a minute. No no no. Mr. Monsoza is my father's name. <laughs> and the Wait, spectral what? image of a sort of similar looking not similar looking individual. Ash looks like someone else right now. Yeah. Um, brown haired, kinda of tied back in Actually, it looks kind of similar to Henry in some aspects, um, but there are facial, there are facial features there that don't look like Henry. It's a kind of grayed hair. Well, it's a specter, so you can't actually see the color of the hair or anything. But yeah, this older man disappears and just stares. I don't see the family resemblance. I turn my face back into my own face for a second. And then, oh. And then go back. Oh. I'm not going to think about that too much. Yeah, probably a good plan. <laughs> um, I try not to think about it, too. All right. Shoo, shoo. Just mm, disperses mm, into uh, mm. mist. So, pirates, huh? Well, I mean, like this much pirate. We, we're try we would certainly like to do more, but we've been busy. What do you mean? I mean, just listening to you, it sounds like you are all fighting above your own weight class, so to speak. More or less, yeah. Like, for a bit, there was the whole thing about the Sunken Lord, and we were trying to prevent that thing from coming back, uh, which we were kind of doing the opposite of as we bumbled around and, like, accidentally released it and stuff. Um, but most of us, I was generally just battling my own demons. That's but, true, that's true. But in fairness, <laughs> we've all died quite a bit. That's true. Yeah, there was a whole thing. There was a whole thing for a bit with Ogden about some sort of mummy owning his soul or something like that. We had to go kick his ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then um, I was possessed by the Storm Lord or Storm Father, who is apparently not a real god. Um, so we killed him. Um, and then I was gone for after I was gone for a bit. I come back. Every, uh -oh. Everyone was gone for two years. While you were gone, uh, Eclipse was named Pirate Queen, right? Oh yeah, Eclipse? that's right, that's right. Where? I'm at the beach. Yeah, oh, yeah. Here right now. How oh, can you not... We'll confirm, we'll confirm later. How can you not be very good pirates and yet one of you is the queen of all the pirates? So we were in... Oh, here's the thing. We were involved in a lot of pirate politics, but in terms of actual piracy, and, like, attacking ships for money. We've done that all of, like, twice. I think I've done it all of, like, once. Uh, yeah, our, our our skills lie more in politics than they do in piracy, so... Uh, 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 take that uh, as you will. Well... So, you know, I... and... We, yeah, we killed... It was, we killed the pirate queen. She was, a uh, kind of a dick. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the dragonborn you saw earlier, the undead. Oh yeah, dragonborn. this is her boat, actually. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so many questions. <laughs> you wouldn't know who the sunken lord was because that was still like lore of the world back way then, when you were kicking around. 
No. He, you'd actually know because knowledge was your thing, I believe. Correct. Not particularly. Never mind. He, uh, <laughs> he, his brother was the more studious one. He just kind of slunk by. I was thinking of someone else. Yeah. Melody came back for a second. All right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, as strange as it is, um, does seem that you, your group tends to err more on the side of more egalitarian. I suppose so. Yeah, we have like. You know, everyone's a captain on our ship, so, like, we have, we've split that up in a, at least a republic, representative republic process. Hmm. Hmm. Well, honestly, I, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I was initially tasked with just listening to you folks, but really couldn't stay in Salspitza. There would have been too many questions. To me. And he would have died! Yeah, the meteors probably would have uh, made your new life fairly short-lived. But I couldn't see that coming. I, I'm telling you I I needed to leave, oh, but right, yeah, yeah. I really don't have any skin in this game, so to speak. Well, uh, you know, as far as we can tell, uh, Asmodeus is trying to come back and uh, take over the Material Plane, and we're foiling that plan, and since you happen to be one of the people that lives upon the Material Plane, uh, this seems to be a bit of a mm. of interest to you. Well, perhaps, but I have, you could say, access to an entity that seems to know a lot and they haven't told me anything. Not since... Not since I've come back. Hmm. So... I don't see how bad it could be. If they're not worried about anything. Though maybe it's just such a minor thing they don't care. They barely seem to care. Uh, in regards to me, they only occasionally toss me a small task. But... You don't have to forgive me. And he's gonna pull out his book mm -hmm. and just start kind of flipping through the pages errantly. Okay. okay. Um, Leah, anything you're doing specifically? Leah's just been sitting in the corner on like her second or third glass of wine and she's just been Constitution enjoying... saving throw. Because Leah and has she... not drank alcohol before, she, I believe. She has not, so she's yeah, just like... Constitution saving throw. What? She likes this. Yeah. <laughs> That's a solid three. Leah, you guys will see Leah getting drunk in the corner. So Leah is drunk, so you have the poisoned condition currently. Leah getting turnt. Uh, maybe someone uh, give some bread to to Leah. And Ash, during the discussion, Toast. during the discussion, you look around, and near Leah, where she's sitting, is also the alchemy jug, just pouring wine into her glass and just. Oh dear! Did I leave and that over there? You just 
at one point she's just like noticing it's like not going anymore she's just like ah oh, yes just like the cycle of life and so how many gallons of wine does that make two <gasps> oh no one 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 oh. one gallon one gallon of wine so that's, that's let me check <laughs> it's one gallon. Check. yeah i believe it's a gallon of wine so leah would be more or so just passed out then She's hardy. She's a she's a hardy, hardy little halfling. And <laughs> Roll the three. <laughs> yeah, no. You just see her trying to fix the flower crown that she made back at the uh, grave that she picked for her and uh, Henry. And as you guys look back to see her drinking, she slops the rest of her wine down her front, and she just <laughs> passes yeah. out unconscious. Yeah, half a gallon of chillable red will do that to you. <laughs> oh, half a gallon of wine. Yeah, that'll put you out. Um, Let me tell you, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Red wine? I oh, drank, yeah. I drank an entire bottle of myself last night. Anyways, um, it was really good. <laughs> I, I deserved it. Um, so, Henry, you're looking through the book, uh, and you pull up some fun information about Dis. You can easily find Dis in there. Carnifex kind of helps guide you towards what you're looking for. No, no, no! Don't read about that. That's all about. That's all for tourists. Who's a tourist in hell? You'd be surprised. You would be surprised. Um, this is the second layer of the nine hells. It is almost entirely covered by the city of the same name, the Iron City of Dis, that stood in a valley that stands in a valley surrounded by a ring of spiked mountains. As far as most visitors and inhabitants are concerned, the layer and the city are indistinguishable. So essentially, the entire layer is this city. Uh, despite being potentially infinite, the city of Dis always feels crowded and oppressive to anyone inside. The entire city is made of red-hot iron. Every wall and cobblestone burns to the touch, and the material exudes a column of smoke constantly shrouded in a dark haze. People who manage to leave the city can walk away from it, leaving it behind as its valley lay hidden by a ring of mountains. However, there are literally few accounts of the city's exterior that are known. On the other hand, approaching Dis feels like a break from reality. A traveler can arrive at the city by following a road paved with skulls. As the walls approach, one was, without noticing a transition, suddenly inside the city with no edge or trade or, sorry, or outer wall in sight. Um, the three most well-known locations in the city of Dis are the Iron Tower, the personal fortress of Dispater, Lord of the Second. It is visible from the entire layer due to its enormous height as it rises above the haze. There is also the Garden of Delights, a facility that offers the illusion of sumptuous meals and pleasures of the flesh for exorbitant fees. Exorbitant fees, sorry. Then, there is Mentiri, the great prison of Dis, which holds those that break the rules of hell. It reforms its prisoners by constantly tempting them into becoming evil, and very easily so. Um, and it also mentions that the streets are usually crowded with devil nobles and workers that constantly remodel the city at Despater's behest. The most common inhabitants of this layer of the Nine Hells are Abishai, Imps, Lemures, Nupuribos, and Spinagons, also known as Spine Devils. But other planar creatures could be found. And, uh, time passes there normally, so you would know time there on the material plane would be the same there 
there. So a day there would be a day in the material plane and stuff like that. Uh, gravity is normal, and it is a plane of lawful evil. Alright. That is what you discover. Henry's all taking notes on all this stuff to relay to everybody later. Carnifex knows most of that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. I could have told you that. And he'd probably Did you not know, know that? He'd probably know the most likely spot that Joseph is probably being held is Carnifex never saw Velikash when he was in Dis. So the most likeliest place is below the city in Mentiri, the prison. Mm-hmm. And that's what you can glean from the book about Dis. Right. And yeah, you guys can just see Leah passed out in the corner of the ship. <clears throat> wine kind of spilling out from her glass. The alchemy jug kind of just propped up in her lap. And I'd say at this point, everything else has happened. Ogden, you would have the circle transcribed on the deck of the ship. Wherever cool. you would so choose... On the deck of the ship, we're going to do it... Uh, well, the tiny hut's on the front, more Correct. open part of the ship, yes? Correct. Uh, I'm going to do it on the other side of the mast, just to not interfere okay. with yep. the tiny hut. Right. A beanbagless tiny hut. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, yeah. yeah, make it there, behind there. Uh, with enough room, if we had a full party, mm -hmm. like cognizant of space to yes. make sure no one gets bamfed into the mast. Or... Correct. Alright. <laughs> um, and Eclipse, at this point, the sun sets on the horizon. And this is a coast. You're on the northern coast of this continent. So, you just see the sun setting behind the ocean. And... Oh, sweet. And I don't um... care if it's setting on the north side. So, yeah, your world can sun can set and see it. Or, or hey, it's Justice World. Sun can sun can set in the north and rise in the south. Or rise in the east and set in the north. Who knows? That's true. Maybe it just does whatever. Yeah, it's the planet. If the planet rotates, how? Don't worry about it. Yeah, eclipse. The the sun sets, and you're kind of just sitting on this cold beach because Esselvire is very. Yeah. Eastern European and its influence. So, and it's winter currently, so yeah. there is snow yeah. fall and everything. But and you're uh -huh. on the beach, snow's falling. Uh, some of like the edges of the ocean are kind of frozen with ice. Uh, all the trees in this area are carnivorous, so they they're still out and about with their needles. Um, and it's fucking cold. You're on the edge of an okay. ocean in the middle yeah. of winter. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Um, I. Uh, I imagine uh, I was also like kind of doodling very rough pictures in the sand of like all the party members like Ogden, Ash, Henry, Leah, Baxter, and Noose, and Monkfish. Um, and then I just do like a big circle around them with a stick and okay. then get up and head back to the ship. All right, as you get up, uh, that floating fortress you saw is no mm -hmm. longer on the horizon, and that infernal scar is gone. Cool. Can I, and I can't, like, if I look or look, do, like, a 360, can't see no it. sign of it? Nope. All right, cool. Um, all right, yeah, I'm going to head back. All right. You guys can hear Eclipse walking back into the cave, kind of echoing off the walls and the ice. That's formed. It is winter. 
on this continent, mm -hmm. so there is a lot of snow and ice. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like holding the potion of fire breathing if it has any warmth. Yeah, there's a little warmth coming off of it, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm just holding it as like a hand warmer. Yeah, I don't need to really dress for the winter. Yeah, no. It's I mean, I'm well, not, Baxter like, is because Baxter's on. native to this continent, so Baxter kind of put on like I think he, yeah he put on like heavy clothes before you guys left. Mm -hmm. Baxter's the only one dressed for the weather. I'll climb back on and. I don't feel it, baby. I get that ice staff. I'm resisting oh, cold. That's right. So anyone who resists the cold, cold does not feel it. It's me and me and Henry Carnifex. We're yep. just like, ah, I could, I could have an ice cream cone right now. Mm -hmm. But uh. Yeah. Anything else before you all settle down for a long rest? Baxter does not need to sleep, so... I'm gonna choose to stay up and uh, do something. I can either DM you or just talk to you directly. I've got a plan. If you want it to be private, you can DM me. Uh, i just talk to you. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, can I can I ask uh, Henry Carnifex a question before they tuck in? Yep. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Henry... Uh, Carnifex. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in your research, did you find if uh, if psychic damage does well against? Oh, uh, I should have actually give that information to. Um, psychic damage. Um, let me think. Do, do I know anything about psychic damage? Again, depends on the fiend. Uh, depends on the fiend. I'm afraid. But, but most aren't immune or resistant to psychic damage. But for the for the most part, they they're not they're not vulnerable to it, but they are not resistant to it. It affects them like it does anything else. Ah, uh, uh, great, great, perfect. Um, though, I mean, there are if I would Carnifex be aware of like magic circle and like protection from good and evil. And those spells that, like, spells that mess with demons? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are some spells, though, that, like, really mess with us. I mean, not, like, hurt, but, you know, there's a spell that, like, specifically protects you from good and evil. And, like, oh. makes it hard to possess you. Uh, there's one oh. magic circle that just, like, I, you put one on the ground, I just couldn't go across it. Oh yeah, I, I, I doubt we'd have enough time to hallow ground, but magic circle, that's interesting. That's hallow, interesting. A, hallow takes eight hours. Or yeah. Oh yeah, I know. It takes 24. No, yeah. I, re I remember it took us a while. Our fun uh, vampire buddy. Yeah. The Velikash yeah. killed out of nowhere. Or was it Velikash? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, great, perfect, wondrous. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, you've... You've really uh, done me a favor. Uh, well, I'm sort of doing all of us a uh, yeah. uh, favor because it keeps us all alive. Yeah, I, I thank you. No, I appreciate you doing all the research. I, I, I appreciate it and allowing me to get us a spot back here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start to doing more research and making sure we can you know, boogie. I'd be happy to help you with that. Ah, Fantastic. Uh, well, you, uh, you you rest. I I can take about half as much rest, so uh, I'll keep working. You go. That's right. It is getting rather late, isn't it? I suppose yeah. I should tuck in for the evening, but uh, I will be yeah, ready maybe. fresh again in the morning. Yeah, so. yeah enjoy, enjoy a beanbagless uh, uh, hut. Everyone can also tell it's getting late because there's a hole blasted in the ceiling, and now it's just moonlight kind of coming through. Nice. That's nice. 
Uh, before I turn in, I just want to make sure Leah has a blanket on her. <laughs> just like, just cuddled sure up she... to the wine yeah. bottle and her staff. She probably like, won't be. Prop a few pillows around she her. She probably won't be protected from the elements, even inside a cave. This cave has a lot of ice coming. Like, there's a lot of ice in here, and the ship oh, still that... very, still does emanate that cold aura. Okay, then I'm gonna pick her up and take her inside okay. the hut. We do not want to wake up to a Leah sickle. No, that would be very sad. Rub her back, walk yeah, her to the bathroom, mm -hmm. get her a glass of water pull, and some ibuprofen. Pull her hair back. It's okay. Let it all out. Let it all out. She's just. You're gonna be okay. She's blacked out, unconscious, from drinking yeah. like half a gallon of wine or more. It happens yeah. to us all, right? Oh yeah. No, not to me. <laughs> but uh yeah, Eclipse you pick yeah. up Leah, she's a halfling, so you can easily just scoop her up. Yeah. Uh and you just like carry her like a four year old. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah, that's what she is on you. Uh and you yeah. walk into the tiny hut, you can set her down and kind of cover her with mm -hmm. some stuff. Yeah. And she's just out like a light. No snoring or anything, just out. Just gonna quickly check her pulse, make sure she is alive and hasn't passed away of alcohol poisoning. Medicine check. Oh see if you can I've find a pulse. Never made a single medicine check. Oh. <laughs> that is that's um that's a fat three. You don't know she's where dead. you don't know where to look for a pulse. You're just you're spending most of your time trying to flick, figure out how you like check someone's oh my God, pulse. She's dead. Guys, guys, I'm gonna start slapping whoever's nearest in the hut. Mm. What, 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 what? <laughs> Leah's dead. What? Oh. oh no. I can't Bastual. find a pulse. Leah's dead. Baxter's gonna put a finger uh, on her and cast spare the dying. All right, doesn't do anything. Uh, but uh, uh, what's your what's Baxter and Ash's passive perception first? Thirteen. You guys can both uh, see. fourteen. You both can see just chest falls. Eclipse. She's clearly breathing. What? And in your panic, you can see as it wanes. You can see her chest rising and falling. Um. Uh. Sorry, I, I must be a little bit on edge. <sighs> Sorry. Going back to sleep. I'm gonna just step outside for a second. Just pull the blanket goes, back over Leah's shoulder. Alright, Ash goes back to sleeping. Anything else before sleepy time land? Uh, I think I do want to talk to Ogden if it's not too interruptive. Look okay. what he's doing. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've just got papers from my bag. I'm outside. It's a little brisk, but I'm fine. Um, <clears throat> uh, Ogden, shouldn't you be resting? We're going to hell tomorrow. So, but, no, I do so much to do. So much to do. Um, can I help you with any of it? Ah. Uh. It's it's okay if you say no. I just wanted to ask. Could I have some of your blood? <laughs> um, I, I'll use my own blood too. I, I I just I figured if there's varied amounts of blood, do you want to see what I'm doing? Uh, yeah, I guess. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> this is great. Um, so I talked. I talked to. Here's the thing, you're gonna love this. 
in the spirit of what you've been trying to teach me, I think we can play a trick on the devils and the demons. Okay, with a deal of some sort? A uh, fake deal. I'm gonna How write, I'm gonna prepare glyphs. I'm gonna prepare glyphs on these contracts that as they start to read them, will attack them. So that'll be the trigger. Ogden Boone. Yes. <laughs> you would probably know this. Fiends are the one who issues the issue the contracts. They're the ones who make the contracts up on the spot. But they wouldn't want to read someone else's contract. They might be interested. Okay, that's enough for me. <laughs> but they generally they'll make it on the spot, whether it be a oh. scroll, a weird doll numerous ways they'll make contracts. Scroll or a weird doll? They'll make, yeah, they'll make weird stuff to be a contract. It ranges. I don't know if you know this about me, but I like to make things. Right. What I'm going to do is make things and scroll some glyphs into them. And that's what I'm going to spend the next couple of hours doing. I'll, I'll get some, I'll get some rest, but I would just have so much to do and I've got to start doing it. Um, yeah, okay. And she's gonna pull out a knife and, like, just cut her palm open. Oh! 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 Okay, okay. Alright. <laughs> get a little bit. I just need a little. Not that. That's a, a palm cut. It's so much. That's so much. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Thank Thank you. Oh, uh, oh, God. Oh. Oh, heal that up. Oh. Oh, that's that's gonna... Eclipse, 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 you take one point of piercing damage. Yeah. Slashing damage. It's I'm oh, fine. I'm about to take a long rest. I'm fine. Did you and, use and the short sword of life stealing or the dagger? No. I used a claw. Okay. So yeah, just rake a claw. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Henry's head like rotates around in his sleeve and his eyes open and they're bright red and you see her cut the back of your hand, you amateur. You need to use your palms. <laughs> I believe if they're outside the hut, uh, sound doesn't penetrate. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. No, sound does penetrate. Sorry. Uh, magic doesn't, so... Mm. So yeah. they, could, they could hear Henry say that. Carnifex say that. <laughs> I, 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 here we are. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna start preparing. I thought maybe blood would be more convincing. Out here, I'm going. I just, I mean, boom. Taking the advice, cuts the back of his hand. Just ah, okay, great. Just like start. wipe it off on like part of the armor and then find a scrap of cloth and wrap it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just don't forget to rest. I uh, yeah, want I mean, anything to happen to you tomorrow. I mean, I, I, I need, we, we've got to be prepared. We can't go in there half-cocked. Yeah. Got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. They're, they're demons. They're my contracts with us. Ogden, if anything happens to me and I don't make it back with the rest of you, um, there's something back in the Void Maw that I want you to have. It's just in my old car. Takes out the necklace. I've got exactly what you gave me. This is all I need. And we'll... I'll get whatever you had next, uh, why not? Yeah. 
Next. I'll get whatever you. I'll I'll get whatever you need. I'll get it next wine octon. Don't worry. Save it. Save it. It's hard to get gifts. I'll get it next time. All right. Next time. Yeah. Oh, abs absolutely. Thanks for the thanks for the blood and. Uh, I mean, I'm up for an, for at least a couple hours if you need to chat or anything. I mean, I kind of need my full eight hours. Oh, well, okay, yeah. 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 Toss, turn, whatever you need. Oh, well, I'll see you at breakfast then. Right. See ya. I'm gonna turn in for the night. Okay. No, what did, what did you say? What's, what's going on? Uh, nothing, just an idea Ogden had. Trying to make some fake contracts? Oh, well, you could say I'm having trouble sleeping myself. I might be able to assist. I'll be up for a few more hours. You might enjoy it. Uh, well, I can't leave the hut or, uh, yeah. you know. I mean, you mm. could talk to each other through the hut, I guess. Just, uh, everyone else is trying to sleep. So. Mr. Boone. <laughs> Mr. Boone. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's sleeping. Yeah. Um, I. You could say I might be up for a while. Perhaps I can help. Don't you mind? Don't you have mind powers? Don't you mind talk? Not through. Not through this dome. Magic cannot penetrate. Well, don't want to keep everybody up, but guess you want to whisper through the magic canvas. No, just saying. <laughs> you got a you got a bit of schmutz on there. And I was, was licking my pen like I'm used to, and then I remembered it was blood. Gross. That, that blood. Funny you mentioned that. That blood has a strange taste to it, by the way. Never your uh, sulfurous, brimstoney. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We've been eating. Uh, you you've been here for a couple of meals. Did you notice? Uh, hmm. Do you notice the clips eating a lot of eggs lately? Eating a lot of eggs. Hmm. No, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, that's not the sulfur then. I keep doing that. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, just let me know if you need anything. Oh sure, sure, sure. I'm just gonna be out here doing right. my thing. And I'll just open the book and just skim through it looking for anything. Nothing. Yeah. Alright. Uh, uh, it takes about an hour to make uh, glyphs um, and I have uh at least one sixth level spell slot and a fifth level spell slot. Okay. If I could prepare those. Yep. At. Yeah. But I can also prepare uh, 
third levels? No, I'm just gonna. I'm. <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna do one third level spell or lower, which you can do, okay. and then I'm also gonna prepare a sixth level spell. Okay. <clears throat> or the, the sixth level exploding. Yes. Okay. You. So. Uh, for those of you sleeping, night eventually takes you. For those of you not sleeping, no. it never does. Two hours. Oh. Yep, two hours total for Ogden. Uh, and then going into trance. And then you can trance. Uh, and again, for some of you, no sleep. Um, everyone gains the benefits of a long rest. Yo. Uh, Leo wakes up with a mild headache, but she's no longer poisoned or unconscious. <laughs> but uh yeah everyone wakes up the tiny hut vanishes uh and the, you guys can all see your breath uh and the ship is covered in a thin layer of frost and those of you without cold resistance are fucking cold early morning oceanside cave oh yeah <sighs> get a lungful that'll wake you up did I teleport in here after last night I don't remember falling asleep in here. Oh my gosh, what happened? I don't know, do you remember? How much do you remember? Uh, well, I tried that, that wine stuff that you had. I've never had it before. Through my travels, I was more of a, just like water, tea <laughs> drinker. But the wine. I just wanted to try it and just taste it so lovely. I thought it was just kind of like a different kind of tea and just kept getting <coughs> more. Yeah, you gotta uh, well, be careful about that. Yeah, uh, you kind of uh, drank all of it and passed out on the deck. I carried you into the hut while you were asleep. No problem. And she just goes over, kind of like gets up a little, like, and like goes over and like gives her a hug. Just like, you wouldn't happen to have any snacks on you. I'm kind of hungry. Uh, well, um, unfortunately, I don't really have anything to eat on my person. Sorry. I'm just gonna like pat Leah's back gently, maybe rub a few circles in between the shoulder blades. Some deep fried mushrooms would hit the spot. Mm. Um, as you guys are kind of like waking up, you hear a, the sound of like a teleport spell, and Thrawn appears on the deck of the ship. Just he's like, "Oh, thank God! I missed first. I landed in the water." Um, and you can see he's like <laughs> socks soaking wet. Um. Didn't know the exact location. I think that's the issue. Um, how is everyone feeling? Little chilly. Can't complain uh, too much, though. Uh, uh, anxious. Yeah. Uh, so I did, did some checking out. Uh, unfortunately, Rotterstein is gone, but all my people are safe underground. Uh, that's good. So it's really good. Uh, he kind of sees, he kind of like looks around. It smells like burnt wood in here a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the that would be the case. So you're not sailing away on the ship? Then? No. The ah. uh, trip has been postponed indefinitely. Uh, why? What's wrong? Does it have to do with the little boy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have to uh, go get him back before we Oh, yeah. Leave. I scried on him. I know what's going on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Early yeah that's that's the reason why we someone postponed us leaving. It was Baxter who scried on him. Never mind. Again, early mornings. Uh, do you have a way to get there? Yes. How? I'm led to believe the answer is magic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't realize any of you were capable of casting such magic. Uh, 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 oh, hi, yes, I, uh, not yet, but I do have this. Oh, spell scroll. Scroll. Excellent. Do you really want to burn that up? What about the return trip? Oh, no, I, that's, I, I informed everyone I'd like to take some time today to research this spell and, uh, see if I can get it. But I, I believe this is maybe above my pay grade? It is. It's a 7th level spell. Hmm. So, um... You're looking to go to the Nine Hells, correct? That's correct. Well, I happen to be a druid, an archdruid. I know plane shift. Um, so if you'd rather save that scroll for the exit trip... I would. Yes, please. We can make this much easier. Thoughts, opinions? Would you rather do this alone? Uh, oh, if, you're in, if you're in, baby, I'm in. That sounds fantastic. I obviously won't Thank be sticking you. around, so... Oh, it's kind of a now or never thing? Well, no, I mean, I won't be sticking around in the Nine Hills. Oh, no, please. I have, to, I have my people to look after and mm. the such. Have you, uh... Have you ever been? Do you have any? I have n never been. No. But so luckily, we might end up in. No, we might no, no, end up no, no. In It's not the water there. No, no, no. It's not like a teleportation spell. Oh, okay. Um, I don't believe we should be fine. I've plane shifted before. I mean, I've been to uh, the Feywild. I've been to Mount Celestia, Limbo, the Astral Sea. Mechanist. Oh. Well. So it sounds like, uh, despite you've been to Limbo, uh, you've never been to any of the lower planes? No interest. Well, I suppose we're about to find out how low you can go. Limbo. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be telling, I'll be playing to everyone but him. Um, <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to stay behind, I guess. That's your prerogative. Again, awful I decided to check in on you all and offer that sort of comfort. Now that I know my people oh, th are thank you. alive, uh, the how are you? How is you doing? How's our? How are you? How's all the fine. family? They're all fine. Oh, uh, that flying fortress disappeared, though, so I don't know where that is now. Um, oh, it was flying. 
Yeah, didn't you see it coming through the... Oh, I saw it coming through. I wasn't certain oh, yes. it was flying. Flying city. Oh, great. Oh, I didn't realize it was a flying city. I thought maybe we could hope that it would be stationary somewhere. Nope. Oops, dash. Perfect. It, it was here yesterday, and then it wasn't. Uh, also, who's all going on this strip, exactly? Monkfish kind of walks out. Hey, guys. Not him. What? What? Get what? your breakfast, Monkfish. I don't have any food. It was all on Go. the ship, and the ship was at the docks on Solspitza. Go fishing. Get some breakfast. The water's frozen, but okay. It's fishing frozen. What am I going to fish for? I don't have any supplies. You know what? I'll just have a hearty breakfast of pipe weed. Breakfast of champions. I'll just eat it. It's, veg it's vegetation. Uh, I did kind of write some ideas down, but I guess it doesn't matter unless they are physical and purchased, so I'll get back to that. Oh, hey! And he sees Thrawn and goes back into the captain's quarters. Um, yes, uh, that would be, uh, everyone present who is um, going. Actually, um, well, I, I mean, as lovely as you, all of you are, I, I really, I mean, I have really no reason to come along, and I would be mostly useless. Um, against Velakash, there's other creatures that we may have to fight our way through in the hells. Yeah, a lot of devils. A lot of devils. Yeah. I'm... Listen, you all of you have been very kind to me, given the circumstances, but there... There's no reason. I mean, I... I barely know you. Um, Isn't there a assassin tracking you all, though? As far as I know, he just has a thing for you folks. I would, oh, yes, sorry. but I now you're just associated by... with us, so you could. Oh, there's a way I can check. Well, I, I have never seen this assassin other than <clears throat> through my own scrying. You watch Ogden pull up this book bound in like human skin. Very big. Covered in I gotta stop licking my fingers. It's covered in it's covered in like thorny barbs and stuff that are bleeding. <laughs> are they still covered in blood? I I hold it in the same spot so that oh. on, a, on a, that oh, forever open wound is just the same. Mm. Oh well, uh, I'm looking you up. Uh, it are was there, uh, Baxter any... von Huxley. <laughs> okay, so you're looking up names. Are you looking up any other names besides Baxter Ornstein von Huxley the fourth? Uh, I'm also looking up, uh... Yeah, we should check on, make sure Thrawn is okay. I'll, I'll, I'll check Thrawn's out right Thrawn. here. Thrawn is standing right in front of you guys. No, oh, no, no, I... I like, in list. the book. I want to see if oh, he's sorry. in there or not. Okay. I'm also going to check on Marion Boone and Noose, but quietly. Okay. Uh, so you pull up Baxter Ornstein von Huxley the Fourth, and it says... Oh, he's... It says, it says he's in the book. It says previously deceased. And it says... Oh, 
fuck what's the name of this island? You got Cream and Deemhaim, which is the current coast of, coastal region you guys are on. Uh, as for um, Armandahama, yes, uh, and uh, you look up Thrawn, and he's marked in the book as well, and it says uh, same location. Uh, Marion Boone and Noose are still in the book, and their location is the Rose Court. Where Thalrin was. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Er, no. Noose. His location is not in the book. Marion Boone's is, and it says the Rose Court. Where Noose's location would be is just blank. Oh. Still. So, and you know the deceased names are the ones that are crossed out. Yeah. Uh, so he's not crossed out. No, he's not crossed out, but his location is blank. Interesting. Marion Boone is in there. Right. And it says her location, the Rose Court, Fay Wild. Mm-hmm. Any other names you're looking up? Uh, I'm, I mean, selfishly, I'm going to look up uh, uh, my sister and my dad. Okay. You look up Neola uh, Meriden, uh, and her location says... Um, continent of Anandio. Uh, um, oh, sorry. The location is, if I can remember, Anundial City, which is the capital of that continent. Latimer Meriden pops up as... Let's pull up the map again, because I need to remember exactly where he is. It'd be the South Anundial. Correct, but there's an actual location that we need to pull up. Uh, Cold Shale Cove? Nope, that is a Mind Flayer settlement. Oh! Good aligned Mind Flayers. Um, you know the Brigade of Blood? Yes, thank you! Uh, the Brigade of Blood, Fighting Pits, and it is located in the Forlorn Forest of Anundial. Oh, he's in there? He's on that list too? Yeah. Dang! Everybody's in there. You get the idea, anyone attached to you, living... Friends, loved ones. It's a Rakshasa's personal hunting book, so they go for people who are attached to you and close to you. So you get the idea. Oh. Anyone that you're currently with, their loved ones, if alive, are in that book. Or dead, are in that book. Uh. With locations. Hey, really quick. What does it say about Manfred Monsoza? I'm just curious. Uh, yep, let me look it up. Uh, Anybody else? If you have any loved ones, uh, this uh, we're going to... For Manfred Monsoza, you find it deceased. Oh, it doesn't uh, say, like, my location nope. also. It just says Manfred Footmonts uh, deceased. Excuse uh, me, what does that book do? Uh, this book is, uh, a ledger of, uh, targets for an assassin. So, though you may be loosely part of our crew, I think you've become a target. How would they know about me? I've been... I haven't even been around for a hundred and some odd years. Uh, Have I? Well, I mean, this is you, right? Yeah, you see the name Baxter Ornstein von Hunts of the Fourth, previously deceased, and then it says your current location. Mm. Hmm. I mean, it's possible that we were magically spying on him, he can magically spy on us. When, oh. it, when I see my name on there, does it immediately show my connections? 
Direct, like nearby? Yes, if I'm not. Uh, yeah, it does. Give me one second. Oh boy! Uh, I remember it. Uh, I remember it was explained kind of like a ledger, oh, so it has like yeah, it, name. It's location. got names and targets for Velikash the Sly. You guys would also remember this is called. The, you would also know this is called the Tome of the Nasarius Ogden. You would remember that. And Nasarius is Asmodeus's cult that worship him. Um, shit, I can't find my notes. I imagine if if anybody that Baxter knows is still alive, that wherever they are is unintelligible. Uh, <laughs> well, Airly's dead now. Yeah, yeah. Airly would show up on there. Deceased. Galen, Aww. Galen, Galen Brownlone, deceased. Ah! Uh, oh, that's a so These are names that you don't really recognize. Uh, mm -hmm. It says Copernicus, which is the Death Slot, alive. No, mm -hmm. um, oh, it's not. Jesus, sorry, man. My notes. Sorry, are Justin. Disarray. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, that's right, what, we, that's what you get didn't... when you have 160 pages of notes for this entire campaign. I also um, didn't realize I'd be going so deep in the pain on your notes. It's all good. Tonight. I am very glad your people are actually doing more with this book, because it might be doing you guys more harm than good. Um, no! Does it let them know where we are every time we open it or something? It's a constant tracking location. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, oh, it is. It would oh. see. It would see where we're at anyway. So it's better that we have it because it already knows where we're at. Every time it opens, it lets out a slow fart. Dang, like, dang, oh, dang, that's dang, horrible. Dang. This book sucks. <laughs> no, no, the Velocash knows where we are because he just he just leans out a window and just goes, book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, it's, Get a circle of salt. So, it says, it says, James Mortimer Von Huxley. Mm -hmm. uh, apologies, I just lost my space. <laughs> this is, yeah, apologies for how like kind of slow this is. I look through my notes. Um, it says alive. What? And it says Victoria Ehrenhouse deceased. Mm. And there's that also one. no location for James. That one makes sense. But that one, James. He should be dead. That's weird. <laughs> What's the location? Yeah, there no is location. one. And I finally oh. get to pull up threads I made from campaign one. Um, but yeah, uh, no location. Um, who should be dead, Baxter? My brother. Uh, you sounded uh, like you'd maybe passed from your story, but you wanted to figure that out for sure, I guess. This is one way to find out. Well, I mean, it's right there next to my name. Shows all the people around no, me. I, I, yes. I, don't, I don't know any of these. Others. Well, those are people connected to us. Mm. They are dead, dead, dead. Well, those people are dead, dead, dead. Yes. Um, you also saw names under Gerhardt Monsoza in the book, Ogden, that are written down there. And some of them, where you saw Manfred, there are others that are crossed off too now. Like? Should you decide uh, to look at them? Other Monsozas? Yes. Should you decide to look at them? Oh, uh, well. Is Anna alive? Are you looking? Yeah, yeah bring them to me. Yeah, bring all the names. Let's check uh, in on everybody. Gosh. Peter Monsoza is crossed off and says deceased. And I mean, I got, I, this is a heavyweight. I'm so sorry, everyone. But and, would you rather know or rather not know? And uh, Ingrid Monsoza is crossed off with deceased. 
and that's it for the Monsozas. The others show their location. It shows Anna Monsoza hiding out in Silger. Again, her location is not shown. Uh, oh, so it says Silger, but not an exact pinpoint. Um, mm -hmm. Other names you'd recognize: Kelwin is in the book. Uh, deceased. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Garaxan, deceased. Which you, that name was already discovered in the book, I think. Mm -hmm. um, all of the pirate leaders that you met at the Tides Moot are all deceased, minus Malon Grassbladel and Archimedes Rudder. Um, and unfortunately, one Sigmund is deceased in the book. No! Oh, not oh! Sigmund! So. Pour out a bolt of thread for him. This is uh, this is going probably going to be going back to, uh, to just the other day. Mm -hmm. But when Baxter looks at the book, does he see that uh, uh, Kawana and Gun Gundar are there? Uh, like they were on the list, or that uh, they, they were on the list, and both are marked deceased. So they were on the list, but they were. They died from old age, and Gundar kind of just hmm. got very ill and died. As was I able to tell? Am I able to tell that? Because like there were certain things that hinted at some questionable stuff. Mm, not particularly. It just says deceased. They go into one category. It doesn't say. It doesn't say how they deceased. died. It just yeah, says it just deceased. Says, yeah. mm -hmm. If yeah. they loose the coil. Yeah. Uh, Real sorry. Uh, just as you said, uh, Peter dead. Ingrid. Ingrid dead, so my mom's dead, that yep. happened. Uh, your dad would be in there as well, and so would Wolfgang. Okay. Oh. What about my, what about Katrin? Oh. My oldest sister. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're, both your sisters are alive. This is amazing! <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry, yeah, so it says both of them are in Silger, hiding out, but does not point an exact location. Oh, hey. Well, good to know my sisters are alive. But Peter, unfortunately, is deceased, and so is your mother. Alright. Uh... I'd also like to uh, ask uh, Leah to the side. Very softly, she's... So, Leah, do you uh, remember the names of your druid friends? Well, the only big one that I had was Lexi, and I know for a fact that she is past. Yes, indeed. Okay. There wasn't many that I kept in contact with besides her. Oh, oh okay. And I thought maybe those connections would be... We just, like, kind of, like, thinking off. And she just, like... But I do wish I could know what happened back at the Chondlewood if they're safe. If the graves are safe there, still. I, I, I... But that's a question for another. When we're back from hell. Sure, yeah. Uh, the name Lexi is still very much deceased in the book. <laughs> oh yeah, real dead. Still real. Re it says very... Just, I gotta stop licking my fingers. Uh, <laughs> just really dead. Oh, uh, Very dead. Did I, I forget? Uh, did Ash was Ash able to like look over Ogden's shoulder while he was on the book or the pages? I just so, yeah. People. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm did it? I'm what did it say for Dustin? Dustin. Uh, yeah. 
presumably deceased. Oh. Interesting that it can presume. I do like that. Interesting Interesting that it, it can have... In I'm very curious how this thing gets its information. <laughs> it's. I bet. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's just like... You know what? Forget the hells. Let's figure out how this book works. It's from the hells. I'm pretty sure we'll find out if we go there. Hmm. <laughs> no getting out of this one, Eclipse. Come on, we're going on a field trip. All right. Uh, if you yeah. guys uh, don't mind, uh, feel free to peruse the book. I, I need to be a ding-dong and take eight hours and put a spell in this amulet. I'll say you would have been able to do that. Is that cool? Rest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do For the sake of time and sanity and everything yeah yeah because I, I, I don't want to take time on yeah yeah screen. yeah it's all, good. Eight it's all good hours forward everybody painted at once well i <clears throat> suppose that information gives me some reason to tag along that's good good question mark <laughs> um would you pardon me would you mind if i took a look at that just for a second Oh, this this heavy book of names. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You remember um, the last August, the first time you picked that book up, you had to make a saving throw. Oh, every time I pick it up, I have no. to save, make a saving throw. The first time you did. Oh, uh, well, I'll hold it for you. I don't want you getting. This is this won't heal. This is. Oh dear! Yeah. All right. It's it's oh, horrible. It's horrible. It's just it's yeah, that wound horrible. has no, the, the hole where the book pierced you originally yeah, has not oh. healed yet. Oh yeah, no. This is this is never going away. Oh Woo. yeah, that'll do that. Woo. Yep. Woo. Woo. It's horrible. Ah, uh, just goes right through. So what's Henry looking for in the book? His parents. Okay. Uh, are they? Did you give me their names? No, I don't know. But he's gonna look them up. He's gonna look up their names. I'll and... look. I'll look you up. And... Oh, cool. Yeah. Let's make some names up on the spot. All right. Um, You're looking for Gunter Lawford. Gunter. <laughs> Gunter uh, Lofferton. Oh, uh, Daddy Goons. Daddy Goons. <laughs> I didn't remember if you, I, I knew I had something planned for your family. I just didn't know if you gave me a name or not. Uh, it says Gunter Lofferton captured. Uh, locale? Uh, ocean. Uh, and then it says your mother's name, Esme. <laughs> Gunter and Esme Lofferton. Henry, yeah. It also says uh He's very British okay. captured ocean. These very British this very oh, British man. Maybe maybe he goes by Hal. Maybe his nickname's Hal then. Instead of Hank. They're immigrants. And they <laughs> On a Spanish island. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. A Kenku-dominated island. That's what Kalida Corvo says, is Kenku-dominated. Um, With um, a bunch of vampires. Yeah, the Bellwinds. Um, uh, 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 but, but it says ocean? As yeah, location? So captured ocean. And then... Uh, <coughs> it's like the ink is almost changing. Not like quickly, but like it's in the process of being rewritten. Like, they might be traveling currently. And I gotta tell you, everyone is gonna have confused feelings about Ogden Boone delivering them all their... <laughs> Family statuses. Oh, here's... 
Oh God, I'm in. A, I'm wear, I'm sweating, wearing a uniform, knocking on everyone's door with a letter. Just horrible. Um, horrible. And as you're like, as you're like perusing the book, um, Sorry. you also find Mordecai's father's name, Ulysses Griswold, and all of his siblings, because you guys visited that little house, yeah. all with the book in your possession, uh, all alive, and all currently just says ocean. Same thing, traveling. Hmm. But it doesn't say captured. Not. They're all just in a school. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well, I mean, is it possible the book doesn't... Yeah, if you're on the ocean, it can't get a location? I mean, it's what's like, the border on an ocean, man? Also, what really? happens if, it's like all what happens water, if you have man. the book on your person? Anyways, so, yeah. You guys look through all these names in the book. Henry, you look up your parents' names, and it says captured. Well, that's quite concerning. These two parents are alive. Oh! Oh! Oh, Eclipse, is there, is there anyone you want us to look up? I. Nope. Everyone I care about besides you all is dead. Still gonna look up her page. Hey, all right, Octane. you look up Eclipse of the Moon. Her Eclipse, mm -hmm. she's never shared of the moon, but it shows. It doesn't show Eclipse of the Moon. It shows Eclipse Woodlouse Clove. Clove, yeah. Uh, and it says Jasper Clove deceased. It shows Durza Woodlouse, deceased. For some reason, on this page, it shows Roman Isaac, deceased. Um, and beside her condition, it, sh it says uh, condemned, and then her location, which is the current location of you all. Living my best life! You know. Everyone I love is dead. My soul is cursed. Well, uh, we're gonna solve that. But, uh, is everyone satisfied knowing the status of your loved ones? This is a horrible burden to bear. Thank I will God, be honest, I hate God, it. Thank uh, God fiends can't get into my hallow spell, then. Yes, that's yeah. probably a good thing. What does it say for me? Oh, well, okay. Fiends are also listed in the book, specifically members of the Cult of Viserius. <laughs> You pull up Carnifex. You can find Carnifex in there. Okay, Carnifex. Okay. And it's it nice just it says worthless. And you can see like a little addition to the location. Who cares? I'm sorry. I I, I didn't. I, that's not editorial. That's me. See, that's that's not me saying that. That's those are the what? words. What? Bella Cash is throwing worthless. Me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. That's not me. I didn't. I'm not a tutorial. I. I think you're at least worth your weight in gold. At least. I'll show him who's worthless. Yeah, yeah, ooh, I like that. Ooh, get fired up. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah. Fired up on the way to hell. Uh, we're all ready then. Hey, uh, Hawkin. It's uh, time yeah. for a homecoming. If Carnifex's weight is worth in gold, but isn't Carnifex technically weightless? So aren't you just calling him worthless again? I, no, I imagine there's some sort of density, especially as he continues to meld, fuse with Henry. I know you both don't love that, but that, you know, hey, uh, that's where we're as, at. As a uh, former merchant, that that phrase "worth its weight in gold" is means something different than what you were thinking. I, I don't know. I, 
uh, I just recently had my head filled with economics, so I'm still learning. Never mind. I was trying to remember if that spell was All right. I was trying to remember if that spell well, the transfer uh, thing was conservation. Hey, Ogden, before you put the book away... Uh, yeah, what's up? Does it say anything for the fungal lich? Fungal lich? Uh, I wonder how specific these connections are. Uh, let me check. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Nope. Ogden, you uh, need like a sponge to wet your thumb with. You need to stop licking it. I just—it's a habit. It's forced a habit. Mm -hmm. I was raised by a librarian. So, um, are we going? I don't know what we're talking about now. Um, uh, yes, we are going now. All right. Uh, long rest. My glyphs are ready. You know my what? amulet's ready. Uh, just to be safe, when I come back, um. I'll put some protection spells on this cave so your friend Monkfish isn't, you know, attacked while we are gone. That sounds like a good idea. That's very generous. Really or idea. I can bring him with me in the meantime, but you won't work on the ship. Um, oh, let's put a protection spell in the cave. Uh, should yeah, we? yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Alright. He holds out his hands. Everyone link hands. I haven't done this spell in a couple years, so it's going to be fun. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. oh my God, my lord. Oh and he casts he as he's like holding hands he kind of pulls out a little tuning fork and okay if I remember this correctly you gotta remember what plane I'm tuning this fork to I need complete silence if I do this wrong we could end up somewhere else ding 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 alright and he casts plane shift and you all get sucked through this portal you guys feel like hooks I'm describing it much like the port keys in Harry Potter. You feel like a hook under your navel as it's like pulling you, and you're shifting through this like tunnel of just warm, uh, not wormhole, of this like wormhole almost. You can see the different planes passing you as you guys are going through the Great Wheel. Um, and eventually, you guys appear in the middle of a packed, not packed, but a claustrophobic street. The floor of this street, the cobblestone, is red hot to the touch and it burns. Anyone not wearing shoes is going to be in for a rough little time here. Um, the walls are black iron, a little bit of red hot, black kind of haze going over everything. And you guys see fiends kind of moving around quietly, not really paying you all any attention. In the distance, towering above the city in the haze, is a massive black iron tower that probably makes Carnifex a little nervous at the sight of being back home. Um... Numerous fiends are walking around. Thrawn's like, alright, uh, good luck. And he just <laughs> plane shifts away again. And as he plane shifts away, you all hear a voice from the shadows that says, Ah! Oh, so this must be why you've been ignoring my messages? I've been messaging the wrong body. Ha! <laughs> a Baxter! Um, and that's where we're going to take a break real quick. <laughs> so everyone... Take a five-minute break or so, get some drinks, go tinkle, and you guys will pick up in the city of Dis. You guys are in the Nine Hells, our first, no, our second uh, extra planar trip, so. Oh, my. See you all very soon. Hey, everybody, we're back beneath the tide. After a break, you guys have plane shifted with the thanks of Thrawn, who plane shifted away. Uh, into... 
this the second layer of the Nine Hells, Dis. And as you arrived, you saw these claustrophobic streets, burning hot, uh, red-hot iron for the streets, the walls, massive tire, towers swinging out of the haze. And as you arrived, you heard a voice kind of coming from behind you saying, Ah, oh, so this must be why you've been ignoring my messages? I've been messaging the wrong body. Eh, hey, Baxter? I beg your pardon? Does everyone turn around to see who they're... Oh, yeah, yeah. We... we... <laughs> <laughs> Who's the fuck? Vo voice from the shadows. Ah, I ignored the voice in the shadows. <laughs> um, you all turn around to see this kind of shop immediately behind you called the Flayed Orphan. Uh, the sign is a flayed ah. is a flayed face, blood trailing down the face to make up the words. Um, the individual you I mean, see. Like, but the like branding, that's kind of cool branding. Uh, yeah, welcome to hell, folks. <laughs> uh, the individual you'll see is has ruby red skin, yellow eyes, uh, two small black horns with jeweled rings around them, uh, a silver ring uh, pierced into the left nostril, um, black chainmail with a long coat made from human skin over top. Ugh. Black trousers with a belt, where a long sword sits. Knee-high black boots with iron blades on the on the toe tips. He's uh, the figure is bald, uh, but there's uh, tattooed on the scalp is a motif of skin being flayed. Um, the ring finger on their left hand is severed, and they're like, "Well, I haven't seen you in a while. You look a bit different, Baxter." Uh, I guess. Wait. Is this? Is this? I see you brought some friends with you this time. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Does didn't didn't fail like it didn't happen. This didn't happen the last time. Um, last time. Well, we'll get to it. Uh, apologies. And he snaps his fingers, and you see this imp appear on his shoulders. He's been spying on you for the last couple seconds. Um. Hello, uh, introductions. My name is Val Tariq. And your names are? I, I got his voice wrong on me, it's not Irish. Um, and your names are? Why do I know their name? Um, you guys would remember, it's... you guys would remember it's Baxter's infernal contact that you were told about. Mm, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. I am Val Tariq. You are, well, quickly, quickly, you don't want to get seen by any of the fiends. Come into my shop. Baxter, you would know that you know this place, and he motion. He opens the door and gestures for you all to come in. You don't want to get marked by any of the fiends outside. And those of you who oh, fought, no, you don't. The, so those of you who have fought a Cambion before, which is everyone but Ash and Baxter, know this to be a Cambion. Come, come, come. I go inside. Okay. Baxter straightens up his back and proudly. Walks inside, okay. hoping to hide his confusion. Don't we all? Me going to work. He gestures towards the other, still standing on the street. Well, hurry up! Leah follows them. Right, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. Everybody else goes into the shop. Mm -hmm. Okay. He closes the door behind him, moves his hands a couple times, and you guys hear numerous locks that you didn't see lock. All right. Um. So, again, my name is Vel Tariq. 
I am a liaison of Baxter. You can call me his infernal liaison. <laughs> My name is Velterique. Uh, you oh. are... He points at Ogden. What's your name? Uh, I be alias Chet. No, you lie. So, um... I do, I do. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know you. Sorry. It's I, I mean, I, this is my first time in hell. It's so uh, hot. And, and I'm used to hot. As you guys are looking around, the ceiling is just suspended with big meat hooks and various flesh just impaled on the meat hooks. Um, so, Ugh. to ease your comforts, I sell flesh to fiends mm. that look to have exotic meats. Uh, and because you're friends of Baxter, I see Baxter here. You have nothing to worry about. I will not sell your meat. Uh, but humanoid flesh is very well craved here in by some fiends. Um, anyways, haha. <laughs> I made this quote myself. I am Veltarik, as I mentioned. You must be... Looks at Ogden Boone. I am Ogden Boone. Yes, Baxter did tell me certain individuals' names when he was... Looks at you. Not as smooth. Um, it was, it was he, he was wrinkly. Responsible of him. <laughs> when, uh, did you, uh, when did you give people my real name, Baxter? I thought you were looking Oh, to... we're, we're long-term acquaintances. Yeah, I, I personally just met Baxter uh, 48 hours ago. You met the old Baxter, too, I believe. That is true. Why was the other Baxter telling random devils about me? We had we have a relationship. We had a relationship. A relationship? Not that kind of relationship. Mazel tov! Um, <laughs> he was inquiring Our about... He was inquiring about things regarding a sibling, and I was helping him. Anyways! Oh. Hi. So you must be... He mentioned someone who is grumpy all the time. You must be Ash. I'm not grumpy. I'm love. I'm a joy to be around. <laughs> you must be. I'm a joy to be around. You must be Eclipse. He mentioned a Tabaxi. Yep. Points at Leah. I have no fucking clue who you are. Uh. Points at Henry. No fucking clue who you are. Oh, you're gonna know. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Well, that puts everything into perspective, and you are. Smooth Baxter. I call you Smooth Baxter. <laughs> Alright, I guess I'll take it. I'll so, take what I can get at this point. What brings you all to the Nine Hells? Baxter was telling me you were interested in a replacement for the Seal in Hyle to seal away the Sunken Lord. Mm, and I have prepared are, such an object. We are very well past that point. Uh, oh. Uh, yes, so, uh, sorry. What are you here for, Sin? I'm surprised you didn't hear the news, because Asmodeus is the one that killed the Sunken Lord. Ha! <laughs> is, that, is that not a bigger deal? No. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, alright, so, fair. why are you down here then, if it's not for the seal and hyal replacement? You know, I've worked really hard to get that. Yes, and we really, Baxter's really like, appreciate Baxter's it. like, um, they should be down there soon. And now, here I am, with a worthless piece of junk. And, uh, yeah. 
It must well, be pretty. Maybe. Let's have a look at it. Maybe it's uh, still no. useful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not useful now. It's meant to seal away one certain individual, and now it is poop. Um. So yes, um, uh, why are you here, then? If it's not for my hard work that I did. Um, well, a we're... few reasons. Um. I might have a few answers. We are looking. Uh, point number one, we are looking for a certain individual. Who is that? Uh, uh, he goes by multiple names. He's a Rakshasa. Oh, uh, you! if you're yeah. hearing this, you must be looking for Velokesh. Yes, that's our good, good friend, Velokesh. Well, I know where he is currently. You do? He is the warden of the Mentiri prison down there below the city. Busy. The warden. Well, sort of. The old warden disappeared uh, a while ago. So he stepped into the power vacuum. Yeah, the old warden. Uh, what was his name? Cumpy, Clomp, Corporess, something with a C. Um, so you're looking for Velocash. Why are you looking for Velocash? Not many people go looking for him. I tell you. Yeah. Asmodeus gave him a new weapon to kind of, you know, behead people specifically. Mm. Vorpal mm. Sword, ever heard of it? Uh, yes, mm. yes, we've actually experienced it firsthand. You could say if he rolls an attack roll of a natural 20 or a dirty 20, it beheads someone. Instantaneously. Is it true? I thought it was just a natural 20. Nope. It was, if it was a natural 20, it would say critical. It says attack roll of a 20. So it's both. Mm. Damn. So, uh,. And why are you looking for Velocash? Uh, we would like to keep him from looking for us. Mm, essentially, we need to kill him for good. Yeah. Well, that would do a lot of us down here some favors, so... Well, I personally don't have any stakes in this whole plan that's happening with Asmodeus and all that. Um, you know, my lord is Despater. He lives in the tower yonder. Um, but I also don't really like Despater either. Keep that on the down low. Um, I serve another. Well, secretly, I serve another. Oh, this guy's trusting us a lot. This is fantastic. You're friends of Baxter! Of course I trust. Mr. Boone. And we yeah. will not question it again. So! Haha! <laughs> um, I like this guy. Dude, I'm Thank you. Uh, hi, I'm I'm Valtarik. Uh, so <laughs> Valtarik. There's a tangent. Oh. Um. I serve the Dragon Queen secretly. We know a child of hers. Oh, which one? Oh, shoot. Oh no. <laughs> well, let me look up the name because I definitely. 100% wrote it down. I promise. I had my notes ready. <laughs> he might actually, th this guy might actually tell you guys the stuff oh. that News kept to himself. Calvarez. <laughs> oh! Calvarez. Mm hmm. Tiamat's yeah. firstborn. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty interesting 
Matt, are you looking to stop Asmodeus at all? Help in not whole regard? Um, yes. That is uh, point number two. And don't worry. Do some... I know how he got released already. Mm. So, this must, be the halfling who did, this must be the halfling who did it. <laughs> and Leah is just kind of avoiding Icon. And Baxter actually told me that Grumpy Man is the one who released the Sunken Lord initially, so this is all wonderful things. Right, yes, it was, it was, it was solely the Grumpy Lord. It was a team effort, first of all. No, Demon Devil says it was the Grumpy Lord, so therefore it was the Grumpy Lord's fault. It was a team effort. So, you want to stop Velocash and you want to stop Asmodeus. Correct. Yes. Correct, 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 correct. Yeah, Velocash needs to die. Hi, Carnifex. Yeah, he said some, so, he said some rough um, things about my friend Carnifex. Carnifex. Yeah, what about it? Why don't you remember me? Look, I'm stuck in a ponytail here. I've got. <laughs> I've got. Oh. That was a. I am more than just my very fashionable hairstyle, anyway. Wouldn't call it fashionable. All right. So. <laughs> You want to go after Velocash then? Yeah. Yes. Well, do you want to travel through the streets of this without getting attacked by fiends? That would be uh, ideal. Preferably. So, when Baxter would come here, we would disguise him as a fiend, but that would be a lot of work because you all look rather squishy and weak and stuff. So, what I can do is. I have this brand. Now, it's not permanent. It will oh. only last as long as you're in this. This, the pl this is the plan. This, I'm not saying this, I'm saying this. As long yes, as you yes, are we, in this, get it. Yes, yes. this brand will be on your skin and it will show that you're part of my product. And he gestures towards the meat hanging on hooks. Meaning you cannot be touched unless they come to me first and offer coin. And again, friends of Baxter, him and I have a history, and I would not want to anger his, we could say, friend, maybe. We're, um, we're going to need to have uh, uh, clarification, uh, re-up on the recollections of the past at some point. I can do that right now. So, ha! <laughs> I was threatened my first time meeting Baxter by his friend. And now I help Baxter out. Uh, should he need any favors? I wasn't All allowed right. to say the friend's name, though, so. Hmm. Alright. Do you know who I speak I of? Haha! <laughs> no, you don't. Alright. Well, uh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, we we commend your secrecy. Well, uh, perhaps those of us that are willing can receive a brand and mark around freely. Do contract with another, so they know that they cannot. Uh, 
you know, partake. Oh, they cannot partake unless I give them express permission. The cost oh. for my meat is 100 soul coins. Uh, do you have soul coins? None of you have the currency, which is fine. Whatever. Um, so, uh, yes, no, uh, there is a rule kind of in the city that anyone trying to take my product without permission gets demoted. There Ooh, is this, that's rough. There is this pit fiend who tried stealing some of my supply, and Dispater demoted him into a lemuray. So, all that, oh, all the way, all, all the, the way, way down, ha. all the way. I remember when I was a lemuray. Anyways, so I don't like thinking about it. Maybe you'll be one again soon. So, hopefully not. So, this brand again will just signify that you're owned by me, but. The brand will only protect you in the city. Not mm. in the Iron Tower. Mortals going into the Iron Tower, not a good idea. Carnifex, you would know that. Also, it does not protect you in Materi, the prison. Mortals go into the prison, bad times. So, Sneaky is the way to go down there. But don't worry, Materi is big, 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 big. So, if you're quiet and sneaky, you should be fine. Um... If you have a, have, a, have, a, have a habit of touching things that you shouldn't touch, that also might be a bad idea. Um, also, are you serious about wanting to take down Asmodeus? That would be very cool. Oh, oh, oh! Also, telepathic speech, not a good idea down here. Archdevils can listen in to all telepathic means of communication. Bummer. In the Nine Hells. Uh, I, uh, I just have a quick, uh, just a hot, hot cue for you. Uh, also, quick. Mr. Boone, I think you forgot to roll your portents for today. Um, no, I did, I did. I, oh, I, I, wonderful. I, I'll be honest, if, uh, if I had any sort of connection to a, uh, a master deity of this entire... Uh, structure perhaps someone in charge of the narrative i sent them a, a message on a on some sort of discordia oh media. that makes sense yeah you, you, who knows but we'll see i you know i sent them i sent them very a uh, couple messages about uh, what i had prepared for uh, today but you know i i can tell you if you'd like to know no i'm uh, good i got it i got it. i believe the individual you spoke of got it um so are you all Serious about dealing with both Velikash and Asmodeus? Uh, yeah. Also, uh, you're halfway there at least. Well, partially there, quarter of the way there already. Pointing at Leah. Way? She, yeah, which she has. It's quarter of the way there. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> Me? No, Leah. Points. He meant at Leah. He points at Leah. She has something that is required, which is fun. You see it? You see? Do you see it? He's pointing at the staff uh, on the, her back. The staff? Yes, 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 do yes. Put the, I do try to put the fun in fun guy. Doesn't, doesn't that have the? Doesn't that have parts of the wand of Orcus on it? Yes. The head of Orcus from his. It's head. not the head of Orcus. It's his wand. It's his head from his wand. Got it when the fungal lich killed Orcus during the fall of the world breakers. Any of you know that story? It's, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's partial. I mean, it's, we it's all rich. know the fall of the world. It's very story. important to taking down Asmodeus. 
the artifacts of the world breakers are the key to doing it. That's why he sealed them away. Oh, you can, you know, a revisional summary. Sharing the link with a person who's got a photographic memory in character. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well. The world breakers were sealed away. And they each have artifacts required from each of them. And those artifacts are tied to each of the world breakers and are each kind of hidden away in different planes of existence, sealed away when Asmodeus sealed them away. So, for example, the artifacts are the Mantle of Mourning, which was crafted from the hide of the sunken sunken lord himself, itself, that lies in the Morning Shores. Which is actually fun to think about. The Morning Shores is actually a chunk of the Far Realm, displaced into, well, fun stuff. I love knowledge too, I get it. The next artifact is the Crown of the Spider Queen, which is Loth's kind of artifact. And that it lies in the demon web pits of the abyss. It's a crown. You put it on your head. Um, the other ones are Runuman, which is the staff of the fungal lich. Now, I see you have the, the staff now. Did you all go to Minoros? It's the third layer of the nine handles. Did you all go there already? No? Well, that's where the staff is. Hag. Hag. Well. Given to me by the fungal lich. Okay. Well, the staff might need to be blessed by his actual essence that was sealed away in Minoros, the third layer of the Nine Hells. Minoros is like a massive bog, a swamp uh, plane of the Nine Hells. Um, so that's interesting. You'll have to go there to probably get it blessed to get its full potential. Uh, then, there's Bahamut's Bane. Do you know what that is? Oh. Well, Bahamut's Bane is Tiamat's kind of artifact, and it is a dagger made from her own teeth. And you can find that where Tiamat has been sealed away by Asmodeus, in the first layer of the Nine Hells, Avernus. I'll be posting all of this into the group chat at the end of the session. Um, <laughs> and... He's back. Okay. Cool. Yes. Briefly. Um, and the final artifact is called Calamitous. And Calamitous is a ring found inside of Atropus. And Atropus 
is in the Shadowfell and is one of the Shadowfell's living moons named Atropis. Yes? This is all very helpful information. You're welcome. Thank you. Then once all the artifacts are gathered, um, each of these Worldbreaker gods will give you a task to power said artifact completely, thus making you the champion of said Worldbreaker until Asmodeus is once again destroyed. Alright, hold on. Again, appreciate the the assistance. Yes. Uh, uh Mr. Tariq. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, what name basis we were on earlier. Full names. Nah. Well, uh, this is, seems like very valuable information. How did you come across it? I've studied the history of the World Breakers extensively. Oh. And TMAT's kind of also given me the information. As one of the world breakers who was sealed away by Asmodeus. Oh. <laughs> and Baxter's just gonna be like. So, luckily, you have one of the artifacts already, and that means the Fungal Lich has chosen his champion. But, the staff still needs to be powered, if I am correct, so you'd have to head to Minoros to do that. Now, you are in quite a strategic location currently. You're already in the Nine Hells, and, tra and travel between the different layers is relatively easy if you know who to talk to. Avaris is the first layer, so that's one layer up. Then you have Minoros, so that's one layer down. Now, for Avernus, you might want a little bit of transportation. It's a wasteland, where the Blood War is currently going on quite extensively. The Blood War between Devils and Demons. That's why, they d that's why Devils don't like to be called Demons. Yep. So... Now, when you go to Avernus, it's a, again, it's a wasteland. The river Styx runs very much through it. Don't drink from it. Don't fall in it. It'll feeble mind you instantly. Um, now, if you are in Avernus, seek out one of my close friends there named Mad Maggie. Mad Maggie. Tell her Veltarik sent you. She knows who I am. When I'm in Avernus, she lends me one of her infernal machines. A big vehicle-like instrument that is powered by souls. It helps, it'll helps. it help you travel the wasteland, one of these infernal machines, since you find yourselves there. Minoros, however, is a swamp, so have fun. My tips are just have fun walking through a swamp the entire time. I feel like I'm going to need a fan boat at that point. Done it plenty of times before. So yeah, just tell if you go if you end up there, tell Mad Maggie that Veltarik sent you. Watch out for some of the more dangerous individuals there. Uh nice mustache. You might want to look out for someone called Bell. B E L. He's a pit fiend, he owns a tower in Avernus. Uh you also might want to look out for Well Tiamat's there. Bunch of other individuals that aren't so you don't want to run into. Uh, Tiamat does have her own little group of worshippers down there, but you don't want to tangle with them. But if you tell them the reason you're there, then should be everything should be fine. Um, 
Minoros, however, don't have much information about that place. I don't go down there. But uh, if you find yourselves in Avernus looking for Bahamut's Bane, that dagger, tell Mad Maggie that I sent you and she should lend you an infernal machine. So I hope, hopefully one of you are good at, you know, handling boats, vehicles, that sort of thing. Uh, but once you're done with Velocash, uh, you can come back here. I can help you get to one of those layers. Uh, and I can lend you soul coins, should you need to purchase anything while down here in the hells. As well as power the vehicles. You need soul coins to power the vehicles, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, and um, nothing you yes. carry on yourselves currently will be of interest to any devils you come across. They only take soul coins. Okay. Really? They don't barter for anything? Nope. The currency down here is soul coins. How do we get some soul coins? I will lend those to you once you come back but, from Belokash. But wait, the things that we'd be buying with soul coins are worth soul coins. Down here. Right? Well, yes. So aren't there things we could sell for soul coins? You could try. Alright, I'm just wondering. But I'd lend you a starting fund at some point. I mean, I'd appreciate that. I'm just wondering if we get in a pinch. Hypothetical question. Hypothetical answer. Say someone um, had died and okay. part of their soul uh, oh, so that's, claimed... Oh, that's, that's why you stink a little. Excuse me? Oh, <laughs> fiends can tell if someone's soul is claimed by another fiend. Uh, she has had a lot of eggs recently. No, her soul's claimed by Velocash. I, and I haven't had any eggs in weeks. So what's your question? Oh. oh. Um. Still, just a hypothetical question. Okay. Um, if that person, you know, killed the one who had a claim on their soul, what would happen? Just want to make sure. Uh, it would nullify the contract, most likely, and the soul would probably go back. It depends. Um. It's all kind of fluid. It depends on how the original contract was made. It depends on how the soul was claimed. Every contract is different. Sometimes if you void a contract, the contract shifts over to the person who voided it, etc, etc. And so luckily, claps his hands together with this weird joy, dying down here doesn't have to be it. Sometimes you might get lucky, and when you're dying, a fiend might reach out to kind of bolster your chances of coming back uh, for a price. And sometimes some fiends will even be willing to resurrect someone without any... Say someone, for example, going against Velocash, someone loses their head and no one can bring someone back who's lost said head. Some fiends would be willing to make a contract to reach out to another fiend to perform something called a true resurrection, to bring back the person who is killed, again, for a price. Bringing people back from the dead, the price is usually a soul, that event that is given over at a certain point in life. Generally, most fiends want your soul when you're experienced enough, older. Your soul is worth more when you've had more experience and stuff. Interesting. So if any of you die, and you want to be reckless, you can always make a deal with the devil. Hold on. Oh, hello. Does that mean that my soul looks kind of juicy, considering 
Not right now. No. Alright. The other soul was quite Just wanted juicy. to make sure, because from what I've heard, I've been around for a while. You have. Alright. Very interesting. This didn't happen the last time to one of your... Never mind. So, I was also not told to talk about that either. Um, so... Yeah! What do you guys say? Do you want to tackle these artifacts? Do you want to kill Velikash and then kill Asmodeus? This will be a way to kill Asmodeus and not have him discorporate back to the Nine Hells. There's a whole process involved, but uh, you'll have to speak to the one more knowledgeable about it than I am. And that would be ah. Tiamat, the one who vies for control over the Nine Hells instead of Asmodeus. She hates Asmodeus. She wants the Nine Hells to herself, so... I, uh, I, I do have uh, a, a couple uh, things. Hello. First off, uh, number one. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, so I'm not don't stoked that about that brand. I'm not stoked about it. I had almost finished. Uh, what I, was I am I'm so not, sorry. not stoked about it. Uh, uh, two, how can we enrich you? You've been so kind to us, giving us so information. Is there a way we can <clears throat> uh, further your brand here? I'm I know that. Asked. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, now we're talking. So. What's that? If Tiamat does take control of the Nine Hells away from Asmodeus and he is destroyed, that means most of his followers are either going to be destroyed in the process, and it could shake up the leadership of the Nine Layers. I would very much like to sit in that tower that you saw outside. So, if you could sort of put in a good word to Tiamat when she takes over, if she takes over, that would be most obliged. Okay. And once that happens, I might be in line for a promotion. And I'd very much like to be a pit fiend, so... Oh, but you're just so charming in your current form. I know, but I want to be a pit fiend. Alright. Pit fiend shape change? Yes, again, I think. <laughs> yeah, Carnival is just like, he can be whatever kind of appealing <laughs> in whatever form he wants if he gets to be a pit fiend. That'd be a promotion. Thank you, Conifex. Uh, any questions, though? Well, I suppose we better get down to branding, then. It doesn't hurt or anything. It's just sort of like a mark to prove, show that your he points to the meat on the hooks. One of them. Again, no one's going to eat you unless you want to be eaten. Then I will happily, you know, arrange that. Um, but... I... Believe the... oh, oh, go on. No, no, uh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, I imagine, I believe the the this brand will need to be somewhere visible. No, yes? I can put no? The, I put it on the arm usually. So it could be covered, and they would still know. Yes. All right. I generally, put it on, I generally put it on the arms, though. Alright. Let's not break with the tradition, then. Uh, I was going to ask, I'm curious, um, if uh, you think this would hold up, and Ash will just, like, run a hand over his face and make his, just, head mirror his? Uh, probably not. A lot of devils down here have true sight, so they can see through stuff like that. 
All right, good to know. All right, brand me up, buddy. He... All right. And he holds, he grabs under your arm where the ring finger's cut off, like on his finger. He, so he grabs you with his less complete hand. <laughs> and a little mark appears on your arm. That is literally just the insignia of the sign out front. The flayed face. All right, well. Anyone next else? In line. Who's next? Well, I've been branded once before. And I'll just stick my <laughs> arm out. And he does it to you. Who's next? Speaking of which, do I have, like, I don't have any remains of the Acacia Grove tattoo at all, do I? You do not. Cool. All right, Baxter. And he does it to you. Who's next? Excellent. Like a bounded. Uh, I'm not one to argue with the rest of the crew, so here we go. Cool. And he does it to you. Doesn't hurt or anything. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I believe there's two more. I need Mr. Ponytail and you. And he points at Leah. She'll walk up to him and like put her hand out towards him. All right. He brands you. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Carnifex is over there, just like, mu or sorry, Henry is over there. Well, both. They're over there muttering to each other, and he's like, "All right, all right, I'll do it. All right, here we go. Let's do it quickly." Grabs onto your wrist and <laughs> puts the brand, and there's no pain whatsoever. You said it would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, sorry. And he, you can see one of the ears on his coat is wriggling a little. Stop it. So, um, do you know how to get to the prison? Do no. I? Do we have? Car Carnivex probably. Carnivex never went to the prison. Hmm. I think we're going to need uh, quite a bit of uh, download of information in order to properly guide ourselves through here. If you had a map, I look. I look at it. Spigot. Spigot. The imp's like, what the fuck do you want? Could you guide them to uh, the entrance to the prison, please? Take the fun route. You know the ones the fiends don't go down? The disposal one, yes, the disposal one. So! Why do we spend so much time crawling in shit? It's not crawling through shit, you're crawling through meat. That sounds worse somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell him his father's down here. So, um, um... Who? What? So, uh, Spigotir, the imp, he's going to show you how to get to the prison. All right, well, should we get a move on then? We do have quite a bit to do, and it is hot. Just a reminder, telepathic speech can be listened to by archdevils. How about um, the spell I know uh, message? That can also be uh, detected by Archdevils. Really? Yes. Hmm. Any sort of non-verbal communication spells uh, detected by the Archdevils that control the lair. And Despather is very loyal to Asmodeus, so... Mm. And you know, like the, the sending spell? Yes. Mm. Yeah, well what if we whisper real song? Well that's fine. <laughs> If you whisper, you're soft, but any sort of any sort of telepathic communication like that is mm. subject to being listened into 
So I imagine there's a pretty decent uh, paper correspondence business, perhaps? Not really. There's no. Alright. A lot of the fiends down here don't really feel like they need to hide things from the others, the archdevils. They don't want to. Fiends don't want to get demoted. It's true. It's one of the worst things. There's being destroyed, then there's being just demoted back to a Lemurie, and no one wants to be back, demoted back to one of them. Yep. It's also like, you know, following laws and rules and stuff is kind of like part of our es yeah. core essence and being, so yes. it's not like we can, you know. They like to follow rules and contracts to a T. They love, we love contracts. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Alright. Well, I suppose, do we, do we have all of the information then? We're going to have his familiar oh. guide us and... Velikash also is with someone else down there in the prison currently. A little boy, and then there was someone else with them. What about Joseph? Have you heard about Joseph? That's the little boy. Probably be the little boy. Yeah, yeah, it was, I know, I mean, have you heard? Was, oh, is he okay? Uh, oh shit, I can look in my book. Where did you get that? I stole it from someone. Get what's rid it, of it. What's... Why? That's Asmodeus's tome. The tome of Nasarius. Yeah. Track anyone. Now he knows that I might be associated with you all. So that's great. Well, we've done it. I mean, if you want to... I throw it on the counter. Do you want to torture right now, or...? Yeah, he would have known about it regardless, so it's actually good it was brought out, yes? Yes, at least now you can prepare. I've done us all a favor. It wasn't supposed to come back down here, though. Uh, but it is, oh. and we can maybe destroy it right now. And you guys watch as it just disappears. What? Yeah, that's a devil's book you, in hell. You should not be as excited as you are about that, Ogden. No, that's not a. That wasn't a good what. Maybe we don't know each other as deeply as um, well. As you guys, you guys. So you guys all have a way out of here, right? A way out of the nine hells. Uh. Mhm. Mm Spell scroll. And what if that doesn't work? Uh. Well, we could always we could always stay down here until Ogden can cast it. There's He's also grind. you also He's might you also might get lucky and find a portal. There are portals. Some, you might be lucky and find a portal that leads to other planes of existence down here as well. Or some idiot could accidentally summon us. <laughs> Look, all right. I'm getting the feeling that. Never mind. <laughs> well, um, hmm. I'll be waiting you all in a vernus. I think I'm gonna hide up with Tiamat. I think. Uh, before you go, perhaps we can have a little one-on-one, -on -one, since there were some things you did not want to bring up in front of the others. Oh, I'm not allowed to bring it up, at all. Not even to but, you. No. Well, darn. I guess this is goodbye. I barely know thee. Hi, welcome to the Flayed Orphan. Welcome and goodbye. Baxter will just start to walk out. Uh, Spigot, go with him. And the imp kind of flies ahead to the door. It's like, come on, you fuckers, let's go. 
them. Follow them out. If Spigot dies, I'll be very sad. If he dies down here, he's gone. So please don't kill my familiar. We will. I hadn't do our thought best. about it until now. I thought about it a little. <laughs> Carnifex, I've always wanted to try a spell out on you, but now you're in the human vessel, and it should be so much fun. Can we test out spells after Asmodeus is dead? That who knows when that will be. All right. Uh, the prison. Uh, yes, he was with another individual in there. They're both planning on doing something to the child, turning him into something, um, like a fiend or something. Um, this whole Ash, ritual, this whole ritual, of, this whole ritual about needing innocent blood and stuff like that. Um, ah, the heart of an innocent. That's right. Um, so they probably want to kill the kid you're looking for. Uh, so it's a good thing you came when you did. Also, uh, I hope the name on Royal Pigson rings a bell. That's who she's with right now. Bye bye. And Valtrik just <gasps> plane shifts. Baxter's already outside, Still by the way. Yeah. Yeah. The imps. The imps flying down the street, not waiting for anybody. Um. Everyone, uh, it's leaving. <laughs> so you guys. You guys are traveling in this for the first time, and as you guys are walking, Baxter is already blocks ahead of you, even though he did hadn't left that far, that far before. And it looks like he's about to, he's following the amp, and he looks like he's about to round a corner. And you guys are all. Yeah, I know. I'm running. I mean, I'm running after you. Right? Yeah. You guys are running after, and yeah. you catch up in a matter of like a split second. You're just right beside him. Oh, whoa! And that's traveling through this for you. And no matter where you go, it looks like that tower is always super close. It doesn't look like it's moving at all. It's like it, it's constantly within reach. Is it kind of a similar effect that I saw? When Machine was floating in the air, no, or this is that no, was this is entirely different. This is entirely different. Cool. This is like <laughs> this is like a, a constant, a constant zolly, like it's, in the movie Jaws. <laughs> yeah, it's also <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> the city feels infinite, like it never ends. <laughs> and that tower, again, no matter where you go in the city, that tower is always going to be in the same place in the sky. It's never going to change its orientation or anything. It's always going to be looming over you, kind of giving you that feeling you're being watched. Until you get, like, right up next to it? Not even. Yes, sorry, yes. But otherwise, it's always within. It never looks like it moves. Uh, and the MC's like, come on, come on, come on, come on! Let's go! We're, we're coming. Hey, we're coming, we're coming. And Impatient. as you guys are, like, walking down these very narrow streets, you see other fiends kind of walking by, like, brushing up past you. Not even giving you all like a moment's hesit like any hesitation and nothing. Uh, you see, one devil, kind of two devils walking side by side. They got like purplish skin, weird tentacles for beards. They're holding glaives. Carnivex I know these to be bearded devils, and they're just walking along, going, "Let's go, Carskiros Torsa," and they're just walking past. Um, anyone who knows Inferno would know the bearded devils say, mm, "Fresh meat." Uh, they just walk past. Uh, you see another kind of devil kind of per perched on a gibbet. And inside the gibbet is a human just having their eyes pulled out slowly with like a little tiny trident. And you see a devil. It's maybe this big. It's a spine devil. And it's just pulling out the eyes slowly like... <laughs> um, Baxter, Baxter remembers... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was just gonna say Baxter remembers the uh, the spiced rum at this point. Just like, what is this? <laughs> he, he starts pouring it into his flask. You pour it into the flask, and it's surprisingly hot. It's fine. Um, and what's up? What's... Warm spiced rum. I was say Carnifex just goes. Oh, I interned as one of those for a bit. <laughs> yep. Paid yep. or unpaid? Working hard or hardly working, pal. <laughs> Both. Yeah, keep it on. Keep it on. Want an eyeball? Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> TGIF, am I right? Yep. And the spine Neville goes back to like fluttering around the cage and like poking the individual with the trident. Oh, um, good times. And then you guys keep walking, and you turn another corner. And you see this hulking, uh, black, dragon-like looking fiend. And Carnifex would know this to be one of the Abishai. And... Oh, those are... Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I'll like... Mm. one of those someday. Can't no, those are... Cannot be turned into an Abishai. Totally yeah, those are thing. specific. Yes. Those are Tiamat specific. Correctamundo. And it's just like... And just kind of... And it's about seven and a half feet tall. And it mm -hmm. just, as it's walking past, it kind of just walks past, and it just flicks uh, Ogden in the face with its tail. Just... Uh, 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 oh, do I? Uh, do I? As you guys uh, know... Cur curse, upon, curse upon all your enemies, sir. Same to you. And apologies for the tale. Alright, uh, yeah, uh, fuck you very much. Have a good day. <laughs> and it just keeps walking. Uh, and eventually you guys come to this uh, alleyway, or another, like, a con connection of alleyways. It's just really discordant and really hard to kind of maneuver. You get the idea, if you did not have this little guide with you, you guys would be lost to all fuck town, essentially. Um, and Spiga's like, hey, this way! Past the blob! Haha! <laughs> Just left up a skin fold. And it kind of flies over, and you see this massive hunk of just flesh. Blubberous, almost melting flesh. Of a, like, it looks like a humanoid, but the flesh is just... There's like hundreds of just folds and layers. Very pink. Just kind of sitting in this kind of alleyway conjunction. And uh, Baxter immediately just puts on a glove, lifts it up, and goes... Oh, there's a lot to lift up, so everyone's going to have to contribute to this. So, yeah. uh, Spigot's like... This is a Nupra bow. You can be demoted into one of these, too. Ha ha ha. So, uh, yeah, lift up a fold. And he kind of just flies underneath it. Ghost Lantern, Mage Hand, both of those. Uh, <laughs> Mage Hand would not have enough strength to lift that up. Not even the 20 pounds worth with a Ghost Hand and a Mage Hand? Or the Ghost Lantern and Mage Hand? More than 20 pounds? <laughs> Oh god, there's so sure, much. Sure, that'll oh, work. That'll so work. Much. Yeah, two mage hands kind of come up and just lift up the skin folds. And as you lift them up, uh, just like strands of mucus and sweat kind of just pull yeah. apart. And it stinks like all death. Like, just smells. The, the worst thing. And the individual, it's, as you're like lifting up its skin folds, it's just like... Do me a favor. Gotta fix you call this place home. Yeah, what? You judging my my place of residence? Uh, yes, oh, it's a little it, bit. 
The thing smells like when you put your finger in your belly button if you haven't showered in two days. That's this. That's what it smells like. It's yeah. Where what do it you, you like? Where do you think that smell got invented? Oh. Yeah, we do hard. We work hard down here. I suppose that is a good bit of history for you, then, Ogden. Respect. No, I love history. All right, pens it. We, okay. we think invented Mondays. You son of a bitch. Respect. <laughs> Not me personally. I can't claim that. So, it is an archduke now. Uh, so lifting up all these, uh, lifting up all these skin folds. Anyone who's not uh, a halfling essentially is going to have to crawl on their hands and knees underneath this these lifted up skin folds. Yeah. Uh, you, ever the, you ever see the? You ever see the the like going down the stairs? Uh, invisible oh. going down the set of invisible yes. stairs. <laughs> Ash does that, but he's just getting shorter. <laughs> Okay. Uh, just so you guys know what you just lifted up, basically. Oh. Yeah. A nupper, oh, yes. a nupper bow, napera bow. Uh, and it looks like as you guys are like kind of like crawling through it, its head can't reach because there's so much just like flesh. But it's like trying to like it's trying to like reach and like take a bite out of every single one of you as you pass under it. Like it's just it's it's constantly tormented to just be hungry all the time. It's just like and like a bunch of saliva is like dripping out of its mouth as you all kind of crawl under it. And uh, yeah, you all kind of crawl under it. I'm just crying my mouth. Lots of prestidigitations were cast that day. Um, (laughs) I'll give the details of this devil because Carnifex would know. It is immune to fire and poison, just in case you encounter more of them. Resistant to acid, cold, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks that aren't silvered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you all are kind of crawling under it, I do need everyone to make constitution saving throws. Uh-oh. From this That's cloud fair. of just, like, biting flies that also swirl around it from its stink. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, uh, Baxter, what'd you get? Twelve. Success. Uh, Henry, what'd you get? Six. That's a fail. Ash, what'd you get? Sixteen. That's a success. Leo, what'd you get? Eighteen. Success. Eclipse. Thirteen. Success. Ogden Moon. Uh, nineteen passed. Nineteen. So, what did I say? Failed, Henry. Uh, Henry, mm-hmm. you take from these flies. You kind of you're crawling under, and. You get the idea. Carnifex just doesn't want to help you in this moment. He wants to kind of <laughs> suffer a little bit. Yeah, uh, and a bunch of these, a bunch of these flies kind of just like land on your skin and they start like biting into you, and you take four points of piercing damage. Ow! 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 Oh, these are terrible! Oh dear! Oh no! Everybody else like passes through safely, but the flies kind of just congregate on Henry and just like start... skin is just so thin. Chopping into him. So um, thin, so pale. What else? Yeah, and this thing is like it's trying to eat every single one of you as you all pass under it. Um, the best way to describe one of these things is just nauseating bulk. Um, and you all kind of crawl out from the underside of it. And you see uh, you see Spigot uh, kind of hiding by this um, little gate. It's about maybe three feet tall, five feet wide. Uh, and you get the idea this Nupribobo was put here for a reason to block this access point off. 
and the entire ground of this area is just discarded pieces of flesh that this thing has eaten and eaten and then just tossed behind it or expelled out of an orifice behind it um and he's like yeah this is the way I think I'm going to keep these on and Baxter has both his gloves on just constantly casting prestidigitation <laughs> okay so this is where I leave you uh, the excuse prison me. is that way oh it's at the gate okay um oh yeah sorry only fiends can open the gate and I don't have so, enough strength to do it I'm an imp is there any other way in he points at Henry he can open it yeah I got it and he, the M kind of flutters up and lands on uh, the head of an upper bone. He's like poking it, like just making fun of this thing because it can't catch him. Okay. Good luck, everyone. Um, when you're ready to leave, I will be. I will meet you all right here. Wonderful. I'll just. Right. I'll, I can just wait here. I'll just wait here. I like to mess with this. Thank you. I like to mess with this guy anyway. Wondrous. Yeah, the imp goes invisible. <laughs> Okay. Whenever you're ready. All right. Henry, uh, Carnif- will walk over to the <clears throat> or to the wall or to the gate. Okay. You. Yeah, it looks much. It's like a rounded kind of. Looks like a sewer grate. Mm-hmm. Push it open. All right. You push it open and you feel like this kind of burn to your hand. Like it's checking for something. You get the idea of a, if a non-fiend touched that, it would deal the immolation spell. So, mm. you touch it, and there's like that little burn sensation, and it registers that there's a fiend in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the gate... Just, just, oh. just to help, I summon the, yeah. the, the okay. chains wrapped around, just burst out and All wrap right. those around my hand. The gate swings inward, and um, you guys see maybe a good five foot long crawl space that's three feet tall five feet wide uh, and then immediately at the end of the crawl space looks like there's a ladder going down and there's just, uh, there's, there's, right, let's go. there's just disposed meat all over this corridor from this Nafurabo why is everything so and based this based on the floor of the city because the city is all red hot metal the walls and the floors that meat is just cooking on the so it kind of has like a almost a sweet smell yeah it's meat cooking it's meat it's rotten expelled digested meat that's cooking it's rotten there's no caramelization happening and you even look where you expect the bottom of that nupperbo should be cooking again i'm immune to fire so it's not taking any fire damage leah have you put your shoes back on yet since you've been down here. I switched out from the mushroom to the plain brown ones when we were sneaking through the okay. city. So Okay. No more jingle jingle. Anyone who's barefoot though is gonna take fire damage. So uh yeah, the grate opens, you can see that tunnel and there's a ladder about five feet away. Um is, what does this look like to anyone else? This is kind of strange, right? Why what kind of fiend would need to... and why? Maybe it's a secondary entrance? Nah. Uh, I'm just gonna say that I'm pretty sure that if you're- if you ever ask a question of why down here, 
the answer is usually because it's horrible. That's a good idea. That's a good answer. Ah. You hear from the invisible imp still on the upper rose head and it's trying to like catch him still like. So would this be a valid exit is what I'm kind of getting at or do we need to find an exit that's why before I let we. You, that's why we led you guys here. It's a good exit yeah, too. Yeah, no. Yeah, the imp said he's waiting for us for us to come back out this way. Yep. Alright. Get in, uh, assassinate a prison warden, get out. I'm you going... make that sound so easy, Conifex. In the hell <laughs> we call this justice reform. <laughs> State sanctioned matter? Oh, it's not state sanctioned. <laughs> it is by TMS. That's what's happening in the prison. Uh, mm. I'd like to take an action to see invisibility. You see, see creatures. The, yeah, you, see the imp, you see the imp sitting on the Nupferobo's head. Uh, nearby, you don't see anything else, though. Just the imp kind of sitting on the thing's head and, like, kind of poking it on top of the head. And, like, mm. <laughs> Can't catch me, can't catch me. Uh, I'm gonna light up the drift globe and start climbing down the ladder. Okay. Yeah. Alright, uh, what is the climbing order? We are getting to the end of the session, so I just need to know what the climbing order is, Jen, basically to get an idea for what's happening next week. Uh, I guess I'm going first. Okay, so Eclipse. Who's behind Eclipse? NRFX will go second with their dark vision. Okay. Uh, it looks like there is light coming up okay. on the ladder, so you will, it looks like torches and everything like that won't be needed. Uh, okay. But for this crawl space, light couldn't hurt. You just see more gore. Yeah. An expelled digested material from this number boat is caked in this corridor. So you get an idea? Maybe many people don't want to come up this way anymore because of that gore. Um, who's behind Henry? No one wants to go next. I'll go behind Henry. Alrighty, who's behind Leah? I, yeah, I'll, I'll go there. Alright, that leaves I'll Ash. I'll go there. That leaves Ash and Baxter. After you, Mr. Boone. Oh, no, no wait. Uh, I'm in. Uh, sorry, Mr. Guardian. <laughs> Huxley? Mr. Huxley? Is that your yes. last name? There yes, we go. I had to work my way through them. I, 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 I couldn't <laughs> tell if the fourth, uh, Mr. the fourth, uh, that wouldn't be right. Von Huxley, Huxley, it's fine. Oh, right, Von Huxley. Junior. Right. Either way, after you. Junior. Uh, sure. And the... I don't know if you did this on purpose because Ash is who Ash is, but Baxter's essentially just cleaning the entire floor for for you as he goes. Man, That's a nice benefit. No, Ash. So I, think, I think presentation would clean up like the blood splatters and the fecal matter, but in terms of going to like the big chunks of like rotting meat, I don't think it would just clean those out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like any of the. Like ooze and goo ooze is, is going to be gone, yeah, and yeah. like dirt and like but the, yeah, flakes. Yes, but, but the massive chunks? No. the chunks of meat and fecal matter remain. Yeah, those can those are no problem though. So yeah, Henry is be, or Baxter is behind Ogden. Ash is bringing up the rear. All right. So Eclipse, you guys are all crawling through this shithole. Um... Eclipse, you come up to the end of it, and there's a ladder going down, and it looks like it goes down into what looks like a disposal room for bodies. Looking down this ladder, you can see bodies just kind of piled up, and all of them, headless. 
And you can some of the bodies, the fresher ones that are on top, one is of a goblin who wore similar kind of clothes to Grump. Right on top. You know, I didn't really love Grump, but like he was a member of the family. And so it hurts. And the ladder looks like it's about a fifteen foot descent into this room. And the bodies it's it stinks. Like there's the smell of like rotting flesh. Like these some of these bodies have been down here for well, Possibly hundreds of years. That gives a big pile. I don't know. Why? Eclipse. Um, Is there something wrong? Um. No, it just looks like there might be a friend down there. It's a terrible place to end up. Yeah. Yeah, it's. A little surprised to see him down here in the first place. So now he was captured. Oh. Um. <clears throat> uh. Yeah. Let's keep uh keep going. We need to find Velikash. Okay. So Eclipse, you start climbing down the ladder. Everyone else kind of follows. The ladder is gore-free, by the way. Uh, and as you all kind of climb down, uh, yeah. You all, who were not told by Ogden or Eclipse, yes, and aside from Baxter, Henry, Ash, and Leah see the recognizable body of Grump kind of on top of this pile, beheaded. Recognizable outfit, wearing an amulet that he made of Pipshin, kind of around his neck. Well, around the stump of the neck, unfortunately. The other bodies are just very decomposed and rotting. There are other fresh bodies here. Um, Kelvin's body is here. You can recognize Kelvin's body, kind of shoved away in a corner. Uh, it's decomposing, oh, essentially, at this point. He was undead, but not undead. He was damp here, so... Wasn't undead, but his body is starting to rot a little bit. You can recognize what he used to wear his outfit. There are recognizable bodies in this pile, specifically for Ash, if he's looking intently or not even intently passive perception would pick up uh, the familiar outfit of Peter and your mother in this pile um, Ash you doing okay? well that's my mom oh fuck Grieving later, bloodlust now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, uh quick real quick question. Yeah. Um does anyone have a uh a knife I could borrow? Uh pull out my silver knife. I shall kneel down to each of the people he recognizes. Uh would be Grump Sigmund. Uh, yeah, Kelwin, Peter, and Ingrid. Alright, he will, uh, and, uh, anyone have an ink pen? Um, ink pen? Yeah. I'll take them, just and yeah, Ash is gonna kneel down with the knife and go through the macabre process of taking the pinky finger off of each of them and labeling it with the ink pen. 
and then putting them in his bag. When he when he notices everyone looking, he's gonna go. Resurrection spells require a piece of the person. Oh. If we successfully take down Ismodius, I imagine that uh, asking for a few resurrections won't be out of the question. You'd also remember, just uh, out of things, there are healers that still exist in the world, Upshire, all sorts of places, mm -hmm. that will heal people for a fee uh, and bring them back. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you could be nice to Noose. Ah! <laughs> if we well, ever Noose find would, him, Garrett! No, Noose wouldn't have that spell current. Not yet, no. No, but yeah, yeah, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, He's doing however, his own journey. however, however, some salt and put it in that wound. When he gets to our, uh, when he gets to our dampier friend, mm -hmm. we'll just kneel over him and just kind of like look in a general upward direction. Okay. And then say, if there's any archdevils looking for a soul, you may want to ask this one, given that he doesn't have a lot to lose at the moment. And just step back for a second and just wait to see if anything happens. <laughs> a chill runs down your spine. Only you, no one else. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense your words were heard. And that's all I'll say for right now. Ash is like reaching down to the knife to take his finger, and then he just pulls it back and stops. Okay. I'll grab that one on the way out. Okay. Uh, and uh, Leave that one intact. <clears throat> you're all looking around. There are, recon again, for everyone here. Uh, mine is Baxter, I think. Uh, there are recognizable, unfortunately, uh corpses, um, the ones of your friends and everything. Kelwin's is really the only one, and Goraxan's, his is, both of their bodies are rotting, essentially. All the pirate organization leaders, they've been down here for what you can probably guess is about a year, maybe two, at the most. Uh, they're decomposing. Uh, but the Monsozas, Grump, Sigmund, uh, both of those are relatively fresh this um, is this is a bit meta yeah but do any of them uh see Malon? uh Malon's name in the book was not crossed no, out he's alive yeah. okay yeah, that was already discussed the session oh, uh sorry i yeah. missed it Thank actually you. you all do recognize another body kind of wearing familiar colorful robes you've seen before you see the body of one older baxter ornstein von huxley the fourth down here um, Baxter, you might want to see this. No, what? What? What's going and on? I'm just gonna show him the body of his past life. It's, it's, missing, it's missing a knuckle of its finger because it cast that spell that one time for us. Correctamundo. Does any of the stuff look familiar? Unfortunately, that no. it's weird, that probably weird. not. Probably not. Um. Hmm. Are you sure this is me? Yeah, pretty sure. He's even missing a part of his finger. Hmm. Well, let's see what I've got. Belongs to me anyway. And he's going to start digging around. You don't find anything, but you find a familiar book. Hmm. 
Baxter pulls out his book. Identical. Nearly identical. There are differences to it. He's going to put them both away. Okay. And that was everything. Yep. It looks like everything else might have been taken off of his body. Baxter's just going to take notes on, like, how his body might have changed. Very wrinkly. Yeah. And, like, uh, kind of maybe what... Yeah. Um, but uh, there is also a door here. Uh, it's made of solid iron and it's red hot, much like the rest of this place. Uh, and you get the sense, again, anyone who may have fiendish heritage can open that door safely without any issues. Fiends around the hand, go up and right. open the door. You open the door uh, and it, it opens silently. And as you touch it and open it, that kind of burn, the red hot kind of dissipates. And as the door opens, there's, just, there's an overwhelming stench of blood and fresh meat. The room you're in is kind of rot, but the next room is fresh meat and blood. Uh, and you see cages everywhere in the next room. And there's a chair kind of set up facing the south wall, but you can't see what the chair is facing on that wall. Uh, but in the center of the room... Uh, yeah, sorry, this is all you see. A chair facing the south wall and a bunch of cages. Is there anything in the cages? Uh, you can't see from here. At least the cages you can see don't have anything in them. You'd have to step into the room to get a better look. And on the other side of the room, past that chair, on the adjacent wall is another door that's red hot. And the chair you see, sorry, is a rather ornate... <laughs> it's a rather... The chair is a rather ornate and elegant-looking armchair, like a throne that someone would sit in to just kind of admire things. Like when you, a chair you sit in to look at a fireplace. This chair has been put here to probably stare at something or take in something. Uh, I'm gonna go sneak up and check what that chair is facing. As soon as you step out and you look where the chair is facing against the south wall, you see numerous heads just kind of staked to the wall like a macabre collection, trophy collection. Um, yeah, through the mouth. Uh, you see numerous heads, 14 assorted humanoid creatures you don't recognize. And all of these heads are perfectly preserved. They're not decaying at all on their old. Um, you see the pirate leaders, all of them, aside from Malon and Captain er, and Archimedes Rudder, are all staked through the mouth there. Even... Um, um... What, uh, Monroe Quixen? No, her head is not there. Uh, you see Kelwin's head, perfectly intact. Uh, you see Garaxon's head, perfectly intact. You see, again, the Monsozas that have been found by Velikash. Their heads, perfectly intact. Peter's and Ingrid's. Uh, you see Grump's head, perfectly intact. Sigmund's head, perfectly intact. And... Older Baxter's head, perfectly intact. Uh, and yeah, you get the uh, sense. You get the sense. Velikash just sits in this chair for hours and just stares at his trophy collection. It's uh, uh, just uh, Eclipse in there right now. Yes, currently. Oh, and Eclipse, as you enter the room, you hear a voice in one of the cells say, "Hello, hello, Joseph, Eclipse." Ash pushes 
forward through the group towards the voice. Right. Oh, he's already—he's all in the back. So yeah, scary. I know. Yeah, <laughs> fuck out of my ass. Uh, as, as you enter this room, you see the chair facing the wall and the heads that are described completely mm -hmm. intact, like they've been—they're being maintained and not decomposing through magic. Mm -hmm. So the head of, unfortunately, yeah, Kelwin, the pirate leaders, Garax, and Peter, your mother, Grumps, mm. and a much older Baxter. Um, yeah, he sees that, pauses, and then shakes his head and turns towards the cell. Ash? Puts his fists are just, like, in tight Joyce, there you are, there you are, buddy. All right, let's get you out of here. Uh, no. Why, why not? He'll know if you open my cell. You need the key. It's on him. Well, isn't it a good thing? Shouldn't we bring him in down here? He just, he left like an hour ago, he's, he says he's with his, he said he was going to see his prized possession. What's his prized possession? I don't know, he rarely would talk about it. He would poke oh, it. Huh. He's with, uh, he's with a lady. Alright, alright. She, right. she smells, she right. smells, right. she's undead I think. Zombie. She looks like a dragon person. Alright, you're okay, you're okay. We can't open the cell. Uh, is there anything stopping us from teleporting in and out? Anybody? Anybody? Spellcasters? Magic people? I don't know. I could, there might be protections I, I on it. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Yeah, can you I, see, I'm already dead. Can, can I investigate the cell? Try to find if there's any traps uh, or... You can certainly try. Yeah. Give me an investigation mm -hmm. check. You have to detect magic? I do, but it'll take I me ten do. minutes to cast it. Let's race. <laughs> I am. Ooh, okay. Um, investigation. That is a twenty-one. Don't find anything. All Are right. you two of you casting detect magic? Uh, yeah, either either one of us or both of us, I guess, for racing. Same time. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, that takes... yeah, just just point it around and everything. Yeah. Are you ritually casting it or just doing it? Ritually. I'm ritually. So you're yeah. spending you're spending the ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ash is like so, yeah. kneeling down with with Joseph and is, like talking to is him. Is Monkfish and... okay? Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. He's okay. The he's on the ship. Tortellodons. They got spooked and ran off. I'm sure he'll find them. I'm sure he'll find them. He's got a boat. He's got a bunch of new furry, new furry friends. You met them. The whole village of werewolves. Oh, okay. Everyone's okay. Yeah, they're totally, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're getting the boat all ready for us so we Where, can go back. Where's Bernard? Bernard where is Bernard? He was on the he was left behind on the ship. And oh, he's he back on the bad ship. The bad we were going to go we were going to pick him up when we brought the winner's kiss there. And, yeah. And the they meteors, modded. the meteors hit uh, Pizza and also most likely would have taken out the dock. Well, he was uh he would uh he, we, well, he would, last we saw him he was back at the docks. He was waiting for us for the ship, but he may have just wanted to go off on his own. We'll have to find out. That makes sense. He was a goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did enjoy his freedom. Uh and also conversations going on Ogden Boone and, and Baxter, you both detect there are magical enchantments all, all over this cell, and uh, you get the idea. Anyone who tries to go through the barrier, open the door that is not Velocash, becomes subjected to a disintegrate spell. Specifically, seventh level disintegrate. <laughs> So 
So you get the sense pulling open the door, trying to get through the barrier, even magically going through it would trigger the trap. What about dispel? You have no idea. Dispel. Roll me a d20 plus your spell modifier. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, right, you said d20. Yep. Let's roll it. Plus spell modifier. Yep. 21. 21. DC was 17, because it's a 7th level spell. Uh, you point your finger at the at the, uh, the cell, but you don't see anything discernible happen, but the detect magic, uh, you, f you sense that dissipate on the cell. Uh, for the heads, uh, it's like a continuous gentle repose that happens every once in a while. Mm, okay. Any other, anything else that seems to indicate, like, detection on the heads? Um, no. Okay. Just gentle repose spells. Alright. But for the time being, it looks like the disintegrate spell is off Joseph's cell. Well, looks like if we need to, we can hop in, hop out with uh, little Joseph. Alright. Uh, um, not sure if dragging him around would be no, safe. No, I want to stay in this cell. <coughs> alright, alright. How big uh, is Joseph's cell? Uh, five by five. That's very small. Yeah. The other cells in this room are much bigger. Looks like he's held bigger things in those cells. Leah's gonna, like, go up to, like, the cell where Joseph is. Just be like, Joseph, would yeah. you like a companion while you're here? Uh, if the companion can stay invisible just in case Velikash comes back. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. We, we want Velikash to come here and we're going to uh, kill him. I don't think he'll come. He's with his prized possession. He spends hours with it. If it's what I think it is, he'll come. Hmm. Well, this room does not does... look... If you're trying to bring Velikash in here... It does not look like an ideal place to fight someone. Mm. Well, if he is going to be a while, you could just I leave. Say, I say, if if we do die when we fight him, we should just burn all the heads while we can. Yeah, and that way, that way we can totally piss him off, even if he wins. Real quick, real quick. Um, first of all. Is there a gap under the door to Joseph's cell? Uh, no. Oh, it's just like, it's like flush with the ground? It goes all the way to the ground, yeah. Okay, are there bars? There are. Alright. Uh, Alright, I have a way to get Joseph out of here. Now that the spell is out, uh, well, first of all, I'm gonna stick my hand through, like, with the spell yeah, gone, can I, like, Nothing happens. Alright. I have a way to get Joseph out without anybody casting any spells, any further spells, thank you. Uh, Butter. What? Slide through. It's oh. covered in butter. It actually looks like Joseph's actually big enough to slide through the bars. Now that I think about oh, it. Oh, he just like slide through. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna. I was gonna pass through the portable hole, have him get in, and then just pull it through, and then open it up and pull him out. But if he can just step through, is it safe? Ash will stick his hand back and there forth. There was a. There was another. Morning. There was another prisoner, in here. Uh, right, he tried well, getting out. And get he, to he touched the bars and he turned to dust. So. Ash will 
real quick to touch the bars. Nothing happens. Nope, you're good. Okay. Well. Velokash will hunt so you all down. They detect no more magic, right? Nope. Uh, he, he will. Yeah. He'll be mad if he finds that you guys took me out of here. Well, what are well, looking to I mean, he's not already. Yeah. You're, you're not going to stop him? We will do our best to. Well, we're going to stop him, all right? Hold on. You're mentioning this thing, precious thing of his. Yeah. Can you give us any other no, more I, information about it? He never told me what it was, just that he like he spends time with it and he wants to flay it. The more he flays it, the more closer he gets to it. I don't know what that flay word means, but that's what he'd say. Him and Monroe the dragon lady seemed really interested in messing with it. The Monroe lady was really mad about this possession, though. Like the previous owner or something. Oh, I think I know what it is. I don't know what it is, but Vilakash really likes it. Oh, I think I know what it is. Hey, what's, what's that? He says he wants the other half, and he said I was the key to obtaining the other half. Yup, yup, yup. Yup, yup. Yup, yup. Yup. Alright, uh, let's go. Yeah. Are we leaving him here then? No, no, he can come through the bars. No, I mean, we're about to get into a fight. I don't think we can protect him. No, we're not getting into a fight. We're just leaving. We're not going to. This sounds like this Velocash is. Oh, is he just like up someone? Is yeah. he just like upstairs or? Oh, yeah, he's nearby. Oh, he's nearby. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. okay. This is his prison, so he's not far away. Oh, this I thought is, he was, like, somewhere else. Room. You get the sense? This is his trophy room. He probably never strays too far from it when he's here. Okay. Okay. Uh, can we get Joseph back to the shop quickly, somehow? I mean, if anybody was paying attention on the way here, we could always have the, have the imps just taken back and... We can follow the map that is my brain. I don't think we can trust the imp, because uh, the imp can't protect spirit. a young child that he has been unmarked. Yeah. Uh, does the... Nah, um, can how long, how long of a walk was it, Justin? You actually don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell, because oh, the okay. traveling Based is. on how it went, how... Traveling works down here. Alright. If the imp can get back in ten minutes, then Ash will hold up the hole. You just hop in the hole and imp flies him back. Could we keep Joseph in the hole while we dealt with Velocash? Well, it's only got ten minutes of air. Well, I guess. Yeah, but it seems like we're gonna be able to bring Velocash down here very quickly anyway. I think we're going upstairs. This seems like uh -huh. a bad place to fight him. It is most definitely a bad place. A lot of these cells probably still have the disintegration spell on them. Yeah, yeah. So you get the idea he'd just be like, push, gonna push you guys into the cells. Yep. And currently there are still ten more cells that are still powered. You get the idea. Okay. Alright. Well, Joseph, why don't you at least slide out of there so you can, you know, not be in it in case it comes back on. Okay. And he slides out. And, and just then, huddles uh, right up on Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Henry, can you do me a favor real quick? Oh, uh, yes, of course. Come over. Uh, Ash will whisper something in Henry's ear. Henry will go over to the heads. Yep. We verified no additional magic on these, right? That will call his wrath down if we mess with them. Ah. You guys just, you guys just detected um, just some the cages. Yeah, we both, we both did the cage for some and unknown the, reason. The heads, you just, ca you just detected. Oh, and they have on, gentle repose. Yeah, gentle repose on the heads. All right. uh, he'll pull Kelwin's head off the wall. Okay. And then it makes like a wet suction sound as you pull it off. Oh, are you sure about this? Yes, just do it. And he's gonna go and like toss it back down to the end of the hallway where his body is. Okay. Just in case he needs it. And then he's gonna come back and he's gonna grab old Baxter's head. Okay. And walk oh. over to young Baxter. Uh, hello. There, uh, there are spells that let you speak with the dead. Yes. I imagine this might be useful for you. Yes. Speak with the dead on your older self and ask yourself questions. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work if my soul is currently in me and I don't know. Hmm. Something to yeah, try out. And I don't, I don't and know if it's it I don't know if it's the soul or if it's the memories of the body. Yeah. Animating spirit. Something to find out. And he just puts it in his pack. Thank you. Carrying your, holds onto his own. Carrying, carrying your own head in your pack. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Let's go back as a tiger. Joseph's like, wait, where am I going? Uh, hang out down here by the cells, why don't but I just... out of them. Okay. Uh, well, I have an idea. Oh. Okay, I have an idea. All right. He looks back at the room where all those piles of corpses are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he just closes his eyes and just starts walking into there, and you can hear him like sifting around in parts, like uh, uh. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Alright, alright. Compromise, compromise. Ash will take the hole and, like, open it up a little bit, but, like, stick it in, like, the pile of bodies. So, like, if you're not looking at it, there's just, yeah. like, a hole. Okay. And you can climb down inside yeah, of it. Yeah, he climbs right into it, and some of the bodies kind of shift and cover it. Uh, Ogden, do you still have that amulet that, that, that stops smells? I, as a matter of fact, do. I'm not wearing it. I am disappointed I am not, but yeah. <laughs> Let's let's yeah. Ash will take that and hand it down to oh, Joseph. What? He puts it put on. this on. Just put it on. Oh, it smells better. Yeah, yeah, that'll make it better in here. All right, and uh, he's we'll just like he's, like he's shaking. He's like very lower scared. down a lower down a dragon chest set that he keeps in his bag. Okay. Uh, here you go. You can play a game by yourself. Play okay. with the little toys. Okay. Uh, does anyone have a book? Uh, no, I, but I have, I have my entire fourteenth birthday. I never learned how to. I, 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 I don't know how to read. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, uh, Henry's like, I have some parchment and ink pen. All right, all right, here, you can you can draw. Okay. Here's, a, here's my here's my 14th birthday. It's the first day I wrote a chymal. All right. <laughs> Hand down a memory. Okay. Um, don't die. I don't want to be left down here. Nope. Here, and uh, here's a... I'll tie off a rope to something and lower it down so we can climb out if he needs to. Okay. All right, you're all set. We'll be back. Okay. Don't die. We're gonna do our best. I love you. Love you too. All right, let's go. And, be cool. Everybody, be cool. Um, there's just be cool. there's just the one door at the other side of this room, past the heads on the wall. Because mm -hmm. like the first one down. No, Henry's got to open it. Yep. Yeah, Henry has to open it. Eclipse gets there, sees it. Oh yeah. Uh, the detect magic would also detect immolation on the doors. Hmm. 
Yeah, Carnifex will come and open the door, and Ash is like, Alright, we're gonna go kill a tiger man, and I'm not going to think about my dead mother's severed head on the wall, or the fact that I may have adopted a child. Um, and as you open up that, Henry opens up that door, the fire goes off for the time being, and it opens. And in the hallway, you just see numerous other cells lining the corridor, and in numerous individuals sitting in each cell, their lips sewn shut, their eyes sewn shut, and they're just rocking back and forth in the cells. You can just hear, humanoids demons um and as you guys kind of step out into this hallway at the end of this hallway about 50 feet to the left there's a staircase going upwards and you can just hear maniacal laughter coming from that staircase specifically and that is where we're going to end the session for the week oh i need to write down a line that i want to shout at his face when i see him man uh, thanks for You're watching, great. everybody. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for playing, you guys. Um, my nerves are shot right now based on <laughs> describing things and the whole dangers of what would have happened if someone touched the cell. Ooh, fuck. Um, but Joseph would have told you guys. Um, man, oh man. I will also post the art the artifacts that um, Bill Tariq mentioned in the description so you guys can get a better idea of how they're spelled and everything. Um, here we go. Ending an arc mm -hmm. that's, that started in episode three. So, technically episode one, if you think about it. Um, oh, I'm so, so good night, everybody. We'll see you all here next week for the continuation of Beneath the Tide. Good night, everyone.